リンクスタート先輩先輩And welcome in to another riveting edition of the Anime Senpai Podcast. <laughs> Patreon exclusive edition for if you pay, you get to play. And as we know, the world is getting ever expensive. And we know in trying times, there's even more trying moments of life and realism in ourselves. We have to decide what exactly is our focal point of tonight. Cue the music. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, And I am with great honor saying this for the first time. This is the first After Dark with Senpai Patreon exclusive. Where if my shirt doesn't come off at the end of this podcast, I didn't go hard enough. If I don't tell you exactly why I'm throbbing with excitement and I'm dripping with remorse and regret with every decision I've made up to this point, you are going to go so deep. If your ass is not put to sleep, I didn't do you justice tonight. And if you're wondering, What does after dark mean? Is it dark outside? Well, it absolutely is. Are we getting sensual and going into the dark crevices within the crispiness of places that the human light has never touched before in its life? Probably. Are you worried that I might get you a little sensualized and get you excited for things that you've never experienced before? God damn it, you're right. <laughs> This is going to be probably one of my favorite shows I've done to date. And before we even get to that, I have to start by saying thank you all for not only supporting me in every adventure that I do, but being there to be the backbone of exactly every attribute of entertainment, platform, social experience. No matter what I do, you guys have all been there for me. So for me to give you guys a little bit more of my time seems not only Valuable as a trade, but almost seems invaluable of the thanks that I can give to all of you. So, thank you for being a Patreon member. Thank you for being here out of a plethora of different podcasts that you can listen to people in their mom's garage. You chose to come with me in my bedroom and enjoy this show tonight. So, without further ado, before I take my shirt off, before we get so excited because I question the fathom of anime itself when I watch this show, there's a man who reached out to me. And I will not say what he said. I will not expose the nude pictures that were shared between both of us, mostly me. He was just there to receive it. I want to welcome in a man who has been not only so vigorously excited to do anything to talk or to even be a part of this community, this man single handedly has proven to me that the love and cherishing notion that I personally have for SAO. Is reciprocated. And this man literally has shown me that I am literally not as much of an SAO fan as I thought I was because this guy is such a diehard. It makes me excited to know that the premise of why I fell in love with anime and the entirety of SAO that has captured my heart, somebody else resonated. And we even went on extensive talks talking about how we're basically. Probably the same person in different dimensional vortexes of life itself because of the paths that we've led down and what we've w e n t across. Without further ado, one of the coolest people I've met, and so far it's a good first date. I want to welcome in Rogue himself. Rogue, hello. Welcome to the show. Appreciate the、uh, introduction. Safe to say, I try to do my best for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely got an interesting one tonight. I <laughs> hope. 
Well, I'm trying to be light because it's going to get hard. <laughs> <It's> gonna... <laughs> Dude, I got to ask you this. Before we even get to anything, you wanted to challenge me, didn't you? That's why you picked this oh, show. I, absolutely, man. I, I, I don't want to tee up an easy one for you and have you kind of just do a show that everybody knows or, you know, one of the big shows. But, yeah, this is definitely one that uh, I wanted to see you squirm a little. Oh, a little? <laughs> <laughs> Dog, I question revenge. I've questioned sexuality. I've questioned foreplay. I've even questioned what it means to be a person within life because I feel like I've been doing it wrong this entire time. This guy literally made me question reality. That's how deep this show goes. Yeah, I mean, a little bit of brainwashing uh, in the show and uh, in real life. That's what I'm saying. I literally caught myself four episodes in. I was like, there's no way they're making life ref- uh, references right now. There's no way they're referring this to life shit right now. You're This guy's balls deep in a girl that I don't know is even of age. <laughs> I'm literally sitting here like, <laughs> and I'm we questioning. Don't, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a lot to talk about. So if you guys don't know. What we like to do here, and especially on the show, is I like to welcome in the guests. We like to have a great time together. And this man is not only going to break down this entire show for me, which I'm sure you guys are kind of questioning and probably knowing what's going on today. I want to get to know a little bit behind Rogue first. So, Rogue, how did you even stumble across the show? Like, how did you even find what I was doing? Yeah, so I guess it kind of starts from my love for SAO. Um Got in the podcast just from doing a bunch of driving and commuting, searching every single SAO show that I could find. Um, came across a show called Weeb Nation. Ah. And, uh, you know, put it on. And uh, <laughs> I hate to admit it, I did not get into it right away. This is like maybe a year or two years ago. I don't blame you. Um, started it, never picked it back up. And then uh, some odd reason came across it again uh, earlier this year and just fell in love with it man just the delivery content i think for me it's like you make it feel real you know there's there, you really care about the community you're not telling me to like and subscribe every two seconds um you know it's just something that just and opportunities like this like i've never would have been on a podcast it's just it's really nice to get you know some time with you and be able to uh, bond over a, a passion of both of ours anime safe to say um, I scared you off at first, probably. <laughs> was, I, I'm glad you gave me another chance, though. That actually proves that first impressions are not always long-lasting. Sometimes they just, yeah. you know, offshoot them at the first time, but then they come back around. They're like, I need you now. I need you more than ever. <laughs> well, I got to say, it was, a little, uh, it was a little eccentric at first. You know, was it? Fairly new to podcasts and just, you know, yeah, you're a very animated person. So What do you mean? Me, it was just... Uh, <laughs> Am I into I anime mean? or something? Is that what you're saying? That I'm talking about anime and I'm just kind animated? Of. Kind of. <laughs> Dude, but you no, know what's... It just... Oh, I was just going to say, you know what's funny that you say that? Is like, I've always asked myself, right? Why hide the person I am? Why be like a fake image of what I am, what I like to do, or the persona I bring just because other people might be off-put because of it, right? And I really thought about this, and you might have just kind of created this whole concept and kind of confirmed it for myself too there have been so many situations i feel like i push people off because of who i am and that's okay i feel like honestly 
there's a purpose in place for everybody at a time that they're within. And for myself, if I don't do what feels that is my purpose or being my authentic self, then I'm being more of like a perpetuating notion of the problem rather than the solution. And so within that whole Weeb Nation thing, it started off so organically. It was just me working at studios. I had available studio space. I had a friend who watched anime. We started talking about it and it actually turned into something. So that's why I kept it going. And I was like, you know what? Just because a chapter has ended doesn't mean I have to stop the adventure because it probably has led me to a better position to do more than I could have in set position before, right? So that's why I thought to myself, why not just keep having fun with it? And if it turns people off, hey man, it's not the meant to be. I'm not, I, I always believe like if everybody loves you, then you truly don't love yourself. And I really believe that because if you love yourself wholly and soullessly and understand your purpose, I feel like the world around you will kind of pull to you if those individuals need to, right? Absolutely. And that's what it's turned yeah, into. I think, yeah, and I think for me, it's like once I, st- once I got back into Weave Nation, I just hooked. You know, I just, I just wanted to come back and keep listening to more. And honestly, I got to the end of it and I was sad. <laughs> I was sad. And, you know, I, I know it's, it's tough, man. You know, it's, it's very time consuming. You got to do a lot of research, yes. cram episodes, you know, cram seasons within a week. And, you know, I'm sure it's definitely was a strain on both you guys and your friendship. You know, I, I totally understand that, but yes, I was so happy to see, like, once I, I honestly did some research online, like Weeb Nation, what happened? You know, just kind of found the discord, um, then saw an old announcement that you put in there about, um, you know, the uh, anime, anime senpai podcast and just followed it over here. And wow, that opened me up to this and then shallow oceans as well. So, I mean, there's just been so much content to enjoy and just, you know, I think honestly, just a little, little thank you is, is overdue for you. So thank we you. All appreciate it. Thank you, man. I, I can't say thank you enough to you as well for actually being somebody who gave me another chance because I think I can say I made it worth it. <laughs> I, I definitely made 100%. it worth it. <laughs> Dude, I appreciate 100%. the heck out of you, man. So for yourself too and how you found Weeb Nation and then it manifests into Anime Senpai, what was the thing for you that really stuck out with anime itself? Like, why are you so in love with anime? I think, you know, because my first introduction, like growing up, I watched Dragon Ball Z, Yu-Gi-Oh, um, Gundam, just like that old Toonami era. And then it just kind of faded for me. Like, you know, life got busy. It was in the sports. Like, it just, and to be frank, and I know you know this, like, anime wasn't cool back then. Yeah. So, it's a shame. You know, I think it turned off a lot of people from, you know, anime in general. But the one thing was, you know when I made my way back to anime, like I was, I was in a, a dark place and uh, I made my way back to anime just from one night alone, sitting on the couch watching Netflix. Uh, mm. Netflix suggested a animated show called Sword Art Online. God, dude. <laughs> and I was like, ah, whatever. It was like, it was probably like 10, 11 o'clock and I was like, you know, whatever, I'll put it on and go to sleep and fall asleep on the couch. Next thing I know, it's like four in the morning. I'm nearly done the first season. I'm like, just <laughs> just glued to the TV. I'm like, what time is it? Oh, crap. I got to go to bed. Like, this is crazy. So it just, you know, from there on, I just fell in love with it, man. It's just, anime is just, you know, this kind of ties in the sword art too. It's just like, it's a realm, a world, a, 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 an area of just, you can immerse yourself into the community, the, the shows themselves. I mean, it's just, there's so much that you can do and... I think what's I prefer animated, you know, anime shows over live action just because 
sky's the limit. You know, the, the only limitation is what you can draw. Yes. You know, in real life, you know, I can't have someone fly and grow wings, you know, but <laughs> in anime, you can. Right. You know? So it's just nice that the, the sky's the limit and the creativity of all these, you know, the animators and the um, authors as well. It's just, it's amazing what they can put together. I agree. You know, what's funny too is how you bring that up is that from the past experiences I've seen, when I go back and watch 1920s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s movies, they had nothing to make the fantasy realm a part of our reality. There was certain type of companies and different shows, and for example, one of my all-time favorite, which is behind me right here, Godzilla, who started to test and use a little bit of CGI to try to add layers and effects and stuff, because before that, the only thing that you could be prevalent on was the acting itself. And if the acting wasn't good, you didn't care for the movie. The acting had to be pristine, so there's limitations, there's a human element. I agree wholehearted with, uh, with you. Not only the fact do you give me goosebumps because that's like the same effing story of how I got into SAO and everything after <laughs> my whole dark place and after me and my ex broke up and I was literally in a position in life where I had no idea where I was going and then I'm sitting on the couch watching Netflix same shit dude it's it's crazy yep. but it's funny you say that because to me as well and I harp on this so much and I tell people SAO is that show that literally helped so many people out of whatever situation it was. And not only that, reintroduced so many people who maybe fell off of it, never knew about it, wanted to get into it, tried something new, saw it on Netflix, and welcomed people back into the reality of showing you how deep anime can be. And that's what's crazy, and I think SEO still doesn't get the credit for it, is that the fact within that first half of a season, which is 12, whatever, 20 episodes, whatever it was, for the first of just Eincrad, that is some of the most sensational storytelling I have ever seen in anime. It still captivates me to think that, which we're going to get into with you in VR and how you're such a big fan of it and everything, too. Absolutely. They captured the essence of the future without realizing it, like Terminator or The Matrix and everything. Like so many of these things capture so much more than just the premise of telling a story. And then you add layer effect of character development. Kid Ito, who, who can't relate with Kid Ito? We're shoved into a world nobody has to be in and then we have to fit into this shit. And then it's like, well, this guy's trying to find a place. He found a home, he's fine. Dude, it's crazy to think that so many people still try to find legitimacy and negating what SAO is and what it did. It blows my mind, dude. Honestly. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? The, the main things, it's crazy, dude. I think one of the main things for me and, you know, why I follow a lot of your content, you're, you're one of the first people to actually truly defend SAO. Most people bash it to get the, you know, whether it's the clicks or just the, the views on videos or whatnot, but... Yeah, every show has its flaws, you know, and, and I'm not here to tell you that SEO is the best show out there. Sure. Is it my favorite show? Absolutely. You yeah. know, I just, I've, I've truly just, like you said, just fallen in love with it. And there's so much that it's it's given to me. It's only fair that I give back my opinion of, you know, how, you know, how amazing the show is. And I feel like it's just due, right? And as you said, I'm not here to just say... SAO is the greatest anime ever made. That'd be an irrational statement. But to say it has one of the most special places in my heart and what it did define not only the whole entire genre of isekais, it's almost incredible that people just say stuff, as you said, for clicks. Which is why when I have a strong opinion, I believe it, why wouldn't I say it? Just like on One Piece. I have been openly active in telling people, 
you are brainwashed. You are somebody who is in a type of genre of environment that thinks you're some of the prestigious types, so you die hard for it and say it's the greatest when we all know it isn't. But you can absolutely say it's your favorite. I got no issue with that. Yep, no problem. And that's my thing is like, I've even called people out, but people still don't get the point of what I'm saying. Just as you mentioned about people talking about things just to get clicks, any single content creator on TikTok that I come across that talks about anime, not only are they already following me, which I'm like, oh, okay, okay, you know, hey, get some clout if you need to, get some ideas, I'm here for everybody. Then I check their page, they have barely any views, and then as soon as they start talking one piece, the views come in. I understand yep. why people talk about it. It makes sense, dude. If you're mining for gold and you see somebody over there taking gold out of a fucking rock, aren't you going to go yourself and do it? Like, it just makes sense, right? If that's what you're for. I myself, I never went looking for gold. I went out there and said, I'm going to see what's on that side of the hill. I'm just going to go see what's out there because I love mining. Let's see what happens. And that's like what people still don't understand the concept. So as you were saying, like with being eccentric, right? And doing the podcast the way I do. If I don't give you my all, why am I doing it? It just doesn't make sense to me. And there's so many people I've talked to and they always say too, they're like, I think that's why you stand out is because you're being you. And I mean, it yep. proved it. After like a few months on TikTok, it blew up. I took a break, dude, because I was like, dog, I'm freaking sweating every day doing these top tens right now. This is kind of crazy. <laughs> like, it was wild. And so like I told myself too, I have to pause because if I keep chasing this, then I'm losing why I'm doing it. The authenticity of being a part of that moment. And so that's why, as you said too, and I'm so with you on this, SAO will always hold a special place in my heart because it was there at the right time, at the right place, at the right moment. Beautifully. Oh, dude. So now talking about SAO, you also have an elaborate Weiss Schwartz collection of SAO. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure, man. Um, I think for me, it's like, why I actually never knew about Weiss Schwartz. Um, just came across it randomly one day and just infatuated with like just the artwork and the collecting aspect of it is 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 incredible um it kind of takes you back to you you know your pokemon days of collecting cards and yes um you know kind of the rarity and all that but i know you do a lot on the drip side but who doesn't like ripping packs you know i think it's, <laughs> it's gambling baby you know? i you, love yeah, it exactly i mean if that's if that's your crutch then you know so be it but Man, it's it's just it's incredible. Um, you know, one of my personal goals is to collect all the SP cards for all the Sword Art Online uh, sets, and I am close. Would have figured you were done by now. It's yeah, incredible. Close. Definitely close. So um, there's just a couple, man. It's you know some obscure sets that are just super hard to find. Um, they're just not out there. You know, I'm just yes. kind of just waiting my time, and maybe someone will put something up one day and uh i'll be able to complete the set but man <laughs> stuff yeah you're in a challenge because i've seen how many sao sets are with y schwartz some of them being like yeah. over 10 years old i thought or eight years yeah. old <laughs> my uh my luck is with you sir <laughs> i'm finishing those sets yeah, it is crazy it's, hmm. yeah there's there's an early there's an early set for me that i don't have a couple and then there's a ggo specific yes uh, uh, gungale line alternative um set that there's barely anything out there so 
Yeah, good luck. Fingers crossed. Good Good luck, dude. You know what's cool that you bring about it, too, is I had no idea what Y. Schwartz was. And now, like, I'm slinging some on the side for fun, it feels like, where I literally made a partnership with a company and they send me so much product. Like, dude, I have stacks of cases next to me. And it's it's picture ones, <laughs> dude. It's crazy because I thought to myself since I stopped opening them because I focused so much on content. I was like, how do I integrate the two? And this is like a whole purpose of telling people: if you want something to happen, just make that shit happen. I literally went and reached out to the homies that I would buy from all the time. I was like, would you guys be down to like let me rip some products? And they're like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, just give me cases, give me percentage, and I'll just rip them on stream. They're like, really? I was like, yeah, why not? And they're like, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you just gotta ask, right? And so it's cool because I'm with you. I had. No no idea about why Schwartz. And then I saw how I'm sure you remember, too, when COVID happened and everything, the world shut down. Everybody mm-hmm. was sitting at home getting money. They were like, well, what do we do? Pokemon skyrocketed, collecting oh, yes. anything skyrocketed. So I, I stumbled into why Schwartz. And I was like, you're telling me they've had signed anime cards with voice actors for almost 10 <laughs> years. And I just found out about it. I was pretty upset. <laughs> like for the first time you see the ocean and you live down the street from the ocean. You're 25. You're like, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, what have I been doing with my life? Yeah. <sighs> punching myself mm. i guess <laughs> dude but it's cool and i'm so pumped that you're a collector because again it's like i keep finding these similarities between us of showing how it's almost sensational to see that type of environments people go within mold them and build them into the people they're supposed to be and it's so refreshing to see other people come out of situations just like me and their own Absolutely. ways that they found it's so dope dude that's why i love you so much <laughs> it's so that's cool nice. dude it's so cool so now I have to ask this too, before we get into the fun breakdown of basically <laughs> the nicest way to say it, going into every hole we can. <laughs> Dude, so I have to ask you, and this ties in with SAO, with Y Schwartz and everything as well. You're very big into the VR side of things. And this That's actually great. trips me out because I have never once used a VR headgear unit, nothing, right? I've only seen Dude. videos on TikTok. You do it like a lot, you were telling me, right? Oh yeah, dude. I'm uh, the goal for me is to try to get as fully immersed as possible, you know. Okay. And I'm aware of the risk. Just give me a damn nerve gear. Yeah, I don't care. Like <laughs> I don't it's care. coming, Just dude. It's coming. Gear. It's coming. I'm sure, dude. I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure there's some, you know, government project. Whatever. For sure. Oh, sure. for sure. Full dive. Yeah, I want it, dude. I want it. And it's just, I don't know whether it's like competitive shooters or just hanging out in a world um or doing like challenging stuff with like puzzles um it's it's just such a joy of mine it's such a passion um it's super cool but i think the reason why people really love vr it's just like it's just a way to escape current reality like you know you've probably seen ready player one yes it's just a way to escape reality be someone you want to be um and there's people struggling with that all the time you know the whole kidito thing right yeah and if you know if they're not confident of who they are as a person and whatnot they can be whoever they like in a virtual world um be in the body that they want you know um that's that's huge i think that that's where the vr community kind of comes together and uh you know just kind of really bonds over that but that's so cool yeah i mean there's tons of devices out there i mean i highly recommend you <laughs> go and try one Dog, if you're ever out near me man you gotta try the setup but uh you know, you know i'm kind of one of those times that's like when you don't know what it is you don't miss it <laughs> you know so yeah. it's like people always say like how did people in the 1800s live they didn't know so they just lived they didn't know. <laughs> yes I mean, dude, honestly, man, once you try it, though, you'll be hooked. <laughs> I have no... I love SAO, bro. I have no yeah. doubt I would be hooked. 
Like, I, yeah, I've even said this, too. Here's a theory. We could be in the most advanced head unit right now, for all we know. Who knows? That's true. That's <laughs> true. Who knows? <laughs> a little Matrix vibe. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know. It's just, like, there's yeah. all kinds of, like, devices that go with it. I mean, there's, like, haptic feedback vests, and there's... Jeez. Um, you know, tracking, like, all different trackers and stuff like that. Um, I mean, hell, I've even seen, like, people put, like, fans on top of their racing simulators and just, you know... Fans? VR racing simulators. Yeah, just... Uh, to emulate the wind? Like, yep. Wow. Kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's it's super cool, man. Um, for me, it's, you know, you mentioned I'm super in the VR. It's, you know, I actually do run a VR community. Um, no kidding. In, yeah. Shout them so out. started... Yeah, so, okay, see, I love this. I'll, I'll get into it a little. Please. Um, we started in a game called Zenith. It came out in January, was it 2022? It's like tail end of COVID. Is it like Xeno, um, uh, Xenoblade? No, it's okay. like SAO. Oh, it's stop. MMO, RPG. It's like a JRPG, so it's like a Japanese animated style um, RPG. Amazing game. So, like, to give you to give you how hype I was about it, um, I actually, I'm, I'm a workaholic. You know, I work nonstop, like you do as well. I requested off work, which is very rare for me on launch day. And I was like, I need to get in this game and be one of the first ones in there. And here's why. Wow. Selecting my avatar name. Can you guess what I picked? Kirito. Yep. <laughs> Did you really? Yep. And, and it I wasn't it, taken? Dude. Let's go. It wasn't taken. I just spammed through the wow. settings until I got to the name selection. I was like, give me that name. Give it to me. Give it to me. Um, <laughs> but That's yeah, amazing. so just kind of got super into the community, super into the game. Um, and then it just kind of grew. So my guild name, and it's probably the, it, I wanted to make it as ironic as possible. Okay. Um, my guild name is Laughing Coffin. Oh, you're savage. <laughs> but here's the thing um we spell with a k so okay interesting k. got you the, it's a little bit different um i will say though that uh laughing coughing the actual one with the c was taken and they were all uh douchebags <laughs> go figure yeah i mean the goal of that the k for us like we symbolize that as like with kindness you know we just kind of want to create a community that's like free of like harassment um beautiful and actually it grew like crazy man we we topped out around like 600 active members Oof. um i mean i'm to be honest dude i'm an introvert and having to address hundreds of people for daily meetups <sighs> is just like super stressful and trying to lead people so uh it wasn't just me there's a lot of people that really helped grow the, the community but uh yeah we're, we're still around we're still kicking um unfortunately like most games like it just dies out, you know? Right. You can't force people to play, so there's probably a good 30 to 40 of us that kind of still play on a regular basis, play different games and stuff like that, but um, yeah, it's it's been a huge blast, man, and I've, I've loved wow. every moment of it. You know, I have no doubt when you said, like, you think there's individuals who have these high-performance setups or whatever it is. I could see, like, Musk having an entire room developed into it and has this super advanced thing that's connected to, like, his nervous system when he puts it on. <laughs> that he's probably in a different world right now, for all we know. He could be flying the rockets himself he's shooting up in the air. Like, who literally <laughs> knows at this point? He but, is the rocket. Dog, that's... 
rocket man it all makes sense <laughs> but that's what's so cool about what you said too is that that's the one thing that's always kind of kept me away from vr is knowing that i have one of those addictive personalities when i find something i enjoy i full send into it and i already know how much time i still need extra for the content and stuff i want to develop because for example shallow oceans is going to be coming back every single week with as well a youtube side that you can only watch the videos not going to live stream it to promote it somewhere else right so to do all these things i tried playing this game called rose online for a little bit again which i grew up with which is an mmorpg and that yeah. took so much of my time away i was literally catching myself in the studio on there like helping clanmates and stuff i was like what am i doing i'm supposed to get this content done you know and it's it's crazy Dude, though let's say wait man like there was days where i was like uh leave work a little bit early just so i can make daily meetups and i had to try to find a time that met with people that are in the uk God, east coast man. west coast hawaii asia it's, it's like it's it's so tough to like it draws you away so you know i took a, a little bit of a step back like i was playing every day for months man you know? it just it was just killing me <laughs> and you know what's funny though i will defend this on this point before we move forward into it I do defend people who love to play video games like nonstop. I've even seen couples that make content on TikTok and stuff that are gamer couples. When they get home, sure. they don't have any kids. They sit down and they enjoy their games together. They have a whole gaming room and everything. I've never understood why would somebody want to dictate others' happiness through an expressional form that they enjoy, right? Like, there's always so many people, and I, I'm sure maybe you were on this too when I was growing up. My mom never understood the concept because she's from old country, bro. Like, my mom's from Macedonia. They were chasing chickens, uh, sheep, and stuff like that. Like, they, they didn't have any of this stuff, right? Most of our parents sure, didn't have yeah. technology. So for it to grow so fast into what it is, dude, we're literally sitting in our houses doing a show together. Like, it's crazy how far this is going, right? So I remember when I was gaming, my mom would always be so pissed. She's like, go outside. It's the weekend. You should go do something. I'm like, mom, I'm doing something. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm doing something with my I'm boys with right my now yes dude i was like we're playing diablo do you understand mephisto is trying to reign over sanctuary mother do you know how detrimental this would be if i went outside and his reign was superior no mother i cannot do that and I so like to the end of it right and so like i see how there was so many distortness to it right and people were so upset but it's like as i got older and i experienced more of it and i saw it bro i want people to live the life they enjoy why would i ever tell anybody what to do like i see grown-ass men in their 50s full body painting themselves from head to toe in red and white with a chieftain head yelling at grown-ass men throwing a football yet mm -hmm. i'm supposed to listen to them that i shouldn't video game bro look at the mirror real quick you know it's like we all have our forms of expression so why would some be better than others you know what i'm saying like it always tripped me out and so that's when hey, i got where they did decide you know that's that's what I'm saying. So that's why when I got older and I understood, I was like, you know what? I have love for people who set themselves up to do the things they enjoy. You don't have to save the world, bro. Save yourself. You know, like, it's not worried about all this stuff. So that's why I personally love video gaming. That's why I love anime is because I can say this without any distortion. I know the gaming world's getting a little bit weird, and I have a feeling anime will too here soon, but yeah. it was one of the most authentic places for creativity. And then as soon as the waves come in with fandom, the money starts flying in, shit gets weird, but at least the succinctness of what it was starting with, like the authenticity of the formation of like the plot line, the, the foundation was authentic and that's what i loved and so i will always defend people just like listening to your story about how crazy that is even though i know you have a family yourself and everything it's so oh, cool yeah. to hear because we make time for things we love and it's so cool yep. if you can 
Not for sure, man. Definitely uh, shout out to my wife for uh, being a trooper through all that. <laughs> yes, dude, dog. For real. Shout out to you. And you yeah, have a daughter, you said awesome. too, right? I do. Yeah, so I got a little girl. She's uh, 18 months. Oh. Uh, we, we got two dogs as well. So you know, as much as after we're going to get in what we're going to get into, I'm a normal dude. Um, <laughs> you have I a dark swear, side, though. I understand. I, I, yes, this comes from a deep, dark part of my mind. You know, this is just something that uh, you lock the door, shut the door. and uh, I'm calling you yeah, Batman it, for the rest of the show. <laughs> like the Patrick one. What's his name? So the new kid. Room. Which one? The new. Oh, what's the? Uh, what's his name? Yeah, the guy. The guy from Twilight, right? Yes, I'm forgetting his name. But all I'm saying is, you're that Batman right now. Like you're complete dark side. <laughs> finding. I love it, dude. Yeah. What's the room though? You were saying. Uh, no, that just this is my dungeon. This is my cave. Oh, I've yes. got a uh, a room dedicated to like my VR space where you know I've got trackers and oh. a little walk around the room and stuff like that. So this is uh this is my sanctuary. My wife, dogs, kids, kid can have the whole rest of the house. I don't care. <laughs> just leave this space to me. Y'all do yeah, whatever you want. My, my figures, you know, my figures, my cards, my swords. Dog, you know, like yes. Yeah. Okay, I have to ask because I know everybody in here is wondering, especially us on the Patreon episode right now. Did you name your daughter Asuna? <laughs> no, my wife would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got her to watch a couple of anime. Um, okay. like Death Note and, you know, Great. kind of some of the, the, the classics. But okay. she is, uh, we'll get into it of my opinion of the show we're going to talk about today and why oh, God. it's skewed. But, um, yeah, she's not a huge fan of anime. Really? Not, yeah. yeah, I mean, who might have you, you know, we, we've tried some movies together like... Uh, yeah. Your name. Uh, we did that one recently. She liked it. I was um, gonna say if she didn't like your name. Well, this is, I would here's have been the There was the scene where they like first switch, and yes. he goes and grabs her boobs, and it's just yes. like for her, that's like not what she she would normally see in you know her her kind of shows. So it just was weird for her. <laughs> I looked over the second that scene happened and I was like, yeah, she's not going to like that. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, think about it from the concept. Some young dudes yeah. in a female body, I'm running to the bathroom and feeling oh, up everything. Would, Are you kidding me? I would do the same thing. Are you kidding me? Every yeah, crevice, absolutely. I would be crevicing. <laughs> Are you kidding? Yep. <laughs> I think, you know, what's interesting too is I think if you can find the right niche and especially if somebody doesn't like anime, I still feel like if you find a really good movie, they might be open to like an hour and a half, two hours. You know, rather than like hours of investment for a show. True. Like, for example, yeah. I've realized, and this was one we did back in Weeb Nation when we did a few watch parties. I have never seen so many grown men outside of the movie theater when I went to see Marley and Me, which that broke every every man in there. Uh, Machia, <laughs> where the promised flower blooms. I've never seen so many grown men after we were done watching it go call their moms. Because of how strong that movie is. Have you seen it yet? Interesting. I have not, no. You need to watch it. The whole premise of Machia is just the mother and her child. And, like, the whole aspects of how much a mother gives to their children. And nobody ever sees it, especially the children, because we don't know any better. You know? Like, and it's... You see the whole thing play out. Dude, it's... It'll wreck you in the best of ways. Okay. So good. I'll add the list. Oh, I see please. A, a silent, silent voice in the chat. As yes, well. dude. Shout outs to Little Turbo. Yeah. I'm, you haven't seen Silent Voice? I have not. Don't judge me. Dude, I, I won't judge seen you. A lot of the, just uh, hurts. Of the, yeah, I haven't seen a lot of the Ghibli movies or oh. Silent Voice. I mean, it's, it's just. I have a lot to watch. So. That's okay. I respect that. It's but I will man. say, <laughs> A Silent Voice is the greatest anime movie I've ever seen. Yep. It's not even a competition. It is unbelievable. I think it was into, uh, you ranked it once on yes. Yes. Yeah. 
So now that I know you are a diehard SAO fan, you would definitely plug into a VR headset right now and not do this show with me if it was available, but that's okay. I respect no, that. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fact that you have so much knowledge in the community and doing the same thing which I was trying to do with this and we're doing it together is the whole fact of bringing a place that everybody can enjoy together. We have to talk now tonight about something I was not prepared for. We, it's crazy to say this because I've had fun referencing prison school. I've had fun referencing domestic girlfriend. I've had fun referencing fun shows that seem to be almost on the cancel culture side, like, you know. Coconut no Pico. I mean, yes. <laughs> I've even talked about ghost stories in the dub version where I can't believe that was a thing, but I'm so glad it exists. When yeah. you told me, redo of Healer. And I've heard people talk about it. I've seen the gifts. I've seen everything, right? <laughs> it trips me out that I had no idea what this show was really about. <laughs> I wish, and I know I can't just because, you know, of how the internet is. I wish I could have watched that entire season with somebody or live streamed it because, dude, you would not believe the shit I did during <laughs> crazy dude so good so rogue before we get into it can you please let the fans know because we already said 50 freaking times but what are we reviewing today today we are discussing redo of healer the beautiful intro as it's playing just for the patreon fans not anybody here you get the live version of this rogue so redo of healer when i thought about it i was like okay it's a healer redoing something right that's just what i would the synopsis i was like redo of healer okay maybe he's rehealing people right maybe he's trying to redo his his capacity of his complexity of spells maybe he's trying to redo his authenticity in the department maybe he's trying sure. to redo something with his life right yeah i was wrong on everything <laughs> dead wrong it, I would say dead wrong is even like a nice way of saying it. So uh, I guess, you know, for me, <laughs> yes. like, I do want to start with a little CYA. And, oh, uh, say, uh, please. You know, given the context of what we're going to discuss, if you're not of age, just leave the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're safe. I feel like we're safe. Yeah, I feel like we're safe too. But yes. Just throwing it out there. Um, Good man. Choose to say you are deplorable. Yes. So we welcome you in. We do, because you are about to be taking into a side of anime that I think if the masses knew about it, we'd get a lot of shit. <laughs> we would get so much shit for it. It's crazy. It's literally crazy. So before we talk about it, and there are so many things to discuss, and there's so many <laughs> voluptuous ways that I would like to discuss it as well, I need you to give me, what is this show? Set me up the plop. Tell me, tell me some stuff about this. What is Redo of Healer? Yes. Uh, okay, so... Want to point out one thing first? How I found this show, I uh, I like to get recommendations from friends. Okay. About what animes to watch and whatnot. My buddy just recommended um, Rise of a Shield Hero. Yes. So I was like, all right, cool, not bad. My back to him said, "What else you got?" He goes, "Redo of Healer." Said, <laughs> what? Okay. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> How do you go from Shield Hero to Redo of Healer? Well, I mean, at that point, he was fucking with me. He's like, "If you really loved Rise of a Shield Hero, you're gonna love Redo of Healer." I was like, "All right, that sounds cool." He's, he's like, "Yeah, there's like you know hero classes and stuff like that. You'll you'll love it." Oh, he's God. like, "I'll send you a link to it." And I was like, "Send me a link." He's like, "Yeah, you know they they, they show boobs." Like, I was, he's like, "You don't care." I was like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" Bro, 
<laughs> uh, I was I was pleasantly shocked. So getting into it, redo of healer. So written by Rui C. Uh, Sukio. Uh, it's a twelve episode series. Aired in January twenty twenty one. Done by Studio TNK. Can you take a guess at what the mouse score is? Do you know? There's an actual mouse score. Oh yeah. Dear God, if I had to guess the Mal score, it's probably going to be way higher than I think it is. <laughs> I'm going to say it's like a solid 7.8 or an 8. Okay, that's what I thought. So, no. out of 321,874. I'm sorry, pages, almost half a million people? Yeah, it is ranked at a 6.34. I was really hoping you were going to say 6'9". <laughs> I was really hoping Come you were going to say 6'9". Come on, people, let's get some I was, likes. I, I, I really thought you were for a second. Wow, 6'3". So, yeah, I mean, wow. I'm not surprised. There's definitely well, people who bash it. There's definitely people who are, are sick in the head. Who would have thought? <laughs> um, yeah, so the author, uh, Rui, he has about 15 other titles I guess besides this one, his most popular one is called The World's Finest Assassin Gets Reincarnated in Another World as an Aristocrat. Okay. A mouthful, but uh, yeah. on my list to watch next. I haven't watched it. Um, but scrolling through the Mal page, uh, if you get the chance, check out some of the reviews. But I will pull out. I pulled out some of them. Oh, now. God. I, will, <laughs> I don't know I'll, if I'm I'll ready. Read. No, I don't think you're ready. Oh, so, God. First All one right. Out the bat, Redo of Healer changed my life. Uh, next one, call me whatever the fuck you want. Um, I'm just going to say I'm in love with this anime. Okay. <laughs> uh, peaks fictional satisfaction. Oh, God. There was a lot of peaks. <laughs> uh, this is a piece of art. Even centuries later, people will talk about this masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> and last one we need more anime like this anime studios who aren't afraid to show really sexual shocking scenes well i can't argue that i know i know you lot you, you hit me on that first one again give me the first one more time was... redo of healer changed my life <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy i can actually see that oh yeah i can see that so I, oh. I, <laughs> I could see somebody who has, and I mean this when I say this, the amount of people that I learned about in Japanese culture alone, and then it's kind of like now trickling into Western societies here in the U.S. as well. The age of virginity in men is rising. Like it's getting sure. higher in age, right? I think in Japan, it was like late 20s now going up to something like that. And a lot of the whole sex in general has not been really happening which is pretty crazy to me and now they have sex dolls coming out etc to hear somebody say that bro i can a thousand percent agree and understand because if you've never been introduced to anything like this and let's just say for like someone like myself i not i never got into pornography none of that stuff right just wasn't me i just i was a kid i remember being in my friend's house it was a sleepover party we're like 15 or whatever it was we're sitting there and they're like hey dude you want to watch something and i was like yeah what do you got like I just saw a Leprechaun yesterday. I mean, I'm up for a horror movie. He's like, 
Yeah, it's not a horror movie, but there is a whore in this movie. <laughs> I was like, go on. <laughs> so yes. I remember the first time they put something on, right? And I'm just seeing this explicit scene of this guy and the girl. For some reason, he was delivering pizza, and now he's tossing a pie, right? So I'm I'm sitting there just getting fully involved in this, and I'm watching this, and my buddy's like, yeah, what do you think? And I was like, I don't know if this is for me. And he's like, what do you mean, dude? Like, what's wrong? Back then, they didn't say like you get no bitches or anything like that. It was just like oh, he was yeah, so yeah. he was so concorded. He was like, what's, what's wrong "What do you, you? What do you see this every day? Are you some kind of a pimp or something?" And I was like, "Nah, I'd rather do that. Like, I think I'm the type that'd rather do it than watch it." And he was like, "Sure, yeah. oh, you're one of those, huh?" And I was like, "What, do you mean? what does one of those mean?" You know? So I, I never got into it personally, but I could see like, let's say there's somebody else there out that's into that, or it's their their genre, and they love anime. So they finally find a show that can implement an actual kind of storyline consisting with these orgies and that goes on it's yeah. like i could see how it could be life-changing if that makes sense yep so the one thing uh recommend if you you know get some time after this to oh, look sure. up an interview on oh, youtube sure um there's an interview with the author where this guy uh interviews him there's okay. two quotes that i'll pull for you and... oh god okay <laughs> <laughs> this is from the author themselves uh, you said yeah, from the author himself, he's only done one interview. He does not oh. show his face. He's wearing a full fursuit. It's a no. fox costume. Yes. Uh, so he, you know, God. you would think that he's ashamed of his work. No, he's not ashamed of his work. Um, My man's a furry. <laughs> yes, he is. Okay, so first quote. Uh, you say it's quite hardcore. However, I'm extremely careful about not going too far. There's a fine line between an enjoyable revenge and a scene that is too painful to watch. For example, breaking someone's fingers will be barely passable for me, but removing fingernails or grinding flesh will be too gory to enjoy. It's a good statement. I can see that, and you know, I, I I do agree. <laughs> I think he Actually, does really play the line. That's a great point. Because I'll be honest with you, uh, and I'm sure you'll describe it here coming up with the plot setup. What's crazy is I've watched those Saw movies, and there are so many people that I question as individuals. I'm like, you're like, you're a little sussy. They're like, what do you mean? I was like, bro, you have every Saw movie at home. Like, <laughs> what are you really into, <laughs> dude? Like, flags. <laughs> I, red flags. This guy literally has a trumpet blaring in the back. That's just, it's crazy to me. Like, He's I've got seen, a tricycle in his living room. Do you want to play a game? It's crazy to me that people literally enjoy that. Like, I watched the first one, guy sawing off his leg, and I was like, yeah, I don't know if this is for me, fam. And then I watched the second one, they're falling in pits of needles because she was an ex-junkie. The, the other guy's like, I will give you a chance to live. The key is behind your eye. Pull it out now. Live or die. It's like, I'm going to pull my eye out? Like, what? Just, it's crazy, right? So I can see how he's basically saying, I found the line of basically showing you true dark revenge without pushing the line. Basically saying I didn't cross it, but I went there. And I'm telling you, when I watch that scene, which is the second episode, right? With the princess? Second episode, yeah. Okay, which I'll let you again get into all of it. I'll just say this before we say it. I paused it. As soon as it started (laughs) happening, I paused it. I sat up, I was on this bed, and I was like, it's 2.30, I have to go to bed soon, am I going to be able to sleep after this? <laughs> and it took me about five minutes to decide what I wanted to do. I didn't go to bed till 5 a.m. <laughs> and that's not even saying I was watching, that was after about two and a half hours after that episode. Yep. 
And that was rough, dude. It was so bad because I sat there and I was like, no, he did it. I was like, oh, he did it, dude. No. <laughs> dude. Can you please do me a favor, Rogue? And can you uh, can you tell everybody what this show is about, please? That's all I ask. Sure. Uh, this is what's on the cover, the back cover of the DVD. You ready for it? No. It makes it sound like it's, you know. I'm not ready for it. Uh, okay. When Kiaru acquires his powers as a hero who specializes in healing all injuries regardless of severity, it seems that he would walk the path to a great future. But what awaited him instead was a great agony. He was subjected to years of seamlessly and endless hellish torture and abuse. Kiaru's healing skills allowed him to securely collect the memories and abilities of those who he treated, gradually making him stronger than anyone else. But by the time he reached his full potential, it was too late. He already lost everything. Determined to put his life back on track, Kiaru decides to unleash a powerful healing spell that rewound the entire world back to the time before he began to suffer his horrible fate. Equipped with anguish of his past, he vows to redo everything in order to fulfill a new purpose to extract revenge upon those who have wronged him. Sounds good, right? Yeah. <laughs> it really does. It sounds great. Huh, so does skydiving until you're falling 30,000 yeah. feet at first. So yeah. does an ice bath until you jump in the first one yourself. Uh, it's yeah, needless to say, we left out a lot of details. A little? <laughs> yeah, let, let's say you you know you pick up that, that DVD that's in that bin and you read the back cover and you see what it says. You're like, eh, why not? I'll give it a shot. Sounds good. Oh, sure. Why not? What I got to lose? I love a good revenge what do story. What I got to lose? Yeah, a little revenge story. Who doesn't like that? It's not only that, though. That's the thing. It's not. <laughs> What else was he missing there, Rogue? What else was he leaving out? Oh, there's a ton we can get into. Um, you want to talk about the main characters? Or the characters in general? Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> it hurts, dude. It hurts. It does. It does. Um, okay. So, main character. Yes. The main character is known as Kiaru. Yes. Later known as Kiaruga. Yes. And then he's got his harem. Uh, we've got Freya, uh, who's a princess. We've got <sighs> Setsuna, who is an ice wolf. Oh, that's your girl. We've Yes, it is. We've got the sword saint, Korea. She knows how to hold a sword. I'll say that. That she does. Yeah. <laughs> we've got the demon lord, Eve Reese. God. And then we have Ellen. Yeah. Um, that's the younger sister of the princess, right? Yeah, that's her. That's yeah. Her name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, this is a very explicit show, dude, I'm talking about. <laughs> we haven't even really said much, but basically, when he says harem, um, I don't care what harem you've seen, this, this one challenges your beliefs on harems. Like, this guy... Mm-hmm. 
not only is now on a massacre path of revenge on a level like you think Kill Bill was like pretty crazy how she like basically was almost killed by the people she loved the most and revenge to kill all of them and to find her daughter again. Yeah, no, that's that makes this look like patty cake, right? What's crazy about this is this guy, not only, and when you set it up too, this main dude is literally, and I mean this literally, he is tortured, he is drugged beyond belief, he is raped he, in every possible way you can think of. He is made to do things like they literally break this man's soul. And by the grace of God over time, he is able to break free of his drug addiction. And as he's fighting that freaking demon queen in the freaking first episode, he obtains the power and resets everything to go back to the beginning to get his revenge on everybody for what they did. Right? Dude, let me stop you right there. Please. Why? Why? I know that's the, the, the premise of the show. Why? You've already amassed all the power you can. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why go back and do it all again? Why you want to know why? Revenge path now. You want to know why? Because sure that man you. literally was so corroded and so past <laughs> the far of despair. He literally thought, what is the best way to get everybody back? To go back and to get them before it even happens. And in doing so, I'm still going to fake it like I'm going to go into it, which he did. He literally, <laughs> when he becomes a hero because you're just randomly selected in the world, when the princess comes and finds him like they do again, he willingly does everything the same way, but this time prepared. And he goes through what is like six months of hell where he's getting... I mean, don't, don't forget before that, he spent like weeks in the woods tripping on mushrooms to try to... Build well, I mean, that could be Alex's trip here on the couple weekends here, but... <laughs> No, it's true. This guy literally was so prepared for what was happening. If you want to talk about like revenge, anybody that you've seen revenge, this guy literally makes them look like child's play. This man was yeah. going to throw himself back in the pit of hell, but prepared so much by eating poisonous mushrooms, eating everything he possibly could to upgrade his like, what was it? His ability to resist. It was like, uh, what was it called? Like they said for him, it was like yeah, a resist. I mean, it was just basically a, uh, yeah, like resisting. Po you know, po yes. His resistance, right? So eventually it just negates its effect on him. So he prepared so long that when he threw himself back in this hellhole and was getting raped, abused, poisoned, talked down, treated like a, like the worst thing you could think of, right? He breaks free. And when he breaks free in that second episode, let's just say, I have to start on this one with you, right? Like, because there's so much to get into. The first episode alone doesn't do it enough justice because it basically nah. just sets it up for like, okay, all right, cool. It's, it's, it's a guy. Obviously, something happened to him. You don't know what, but he's pissed off. He's, he got this crystal from the demon king, queen, and now he's going to go back and redo everything. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's do it. I, I'm excited to see what the fuck happened to him. Another isekai. Let's go. How dare you, first off. Uh, I, <laughs> second off, I was so caught off guard because I thought it was going to be like they just, you know, they were a dick to him. You know, they abused him, misused him, took advantage of him. No, 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 no. When he gets free and he copies the face of the commander, one of the guys that's been just horrid to him, and he goes into her room, right? And while he's in there, uh, not only does he kill the guards real quickly, not going to spoil everything that happens, but I'm just going to say the level of torture this man does to the princess and how dark and corroded he gets to where <sighs> he breaks her 
in ways that are not physical. It's unbelievable what happened. And when I watched it played out in front of me, the only thing I thought about when I sat down, I was like, Rogue, you're really trying to test me right now. Rogue, you are really (laughs) trying to test me right now. I could not believe that this was, and honestly, kudos to the director, the producer, the writer, kudos to make this actually happen to where I was sitting down and watching this as an anime. Dude, this you can't stop. Like you can't look away. Like you just in disbelief throughout. The, and I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it because that raw expression, as we're, we're kind of discussing, is key for the show. That second episode. <laughs> but, you have to watch it, it yourself. I, mean, it's, I you can't have to spoil watch that. It. You just yeah. You can't spoil it. You, you can't. It, you just have to watch that scene. And you just like you look at it. And when you get to the end, you're just like you're speechless. You don't know what to say. <laughs> Can we talk about the fact that there's a second season coming? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What do you mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, his, please, his please, revenge man. isn't done. You... Please, please, please. <laughs> uh, I think you. I've posted it in your Discord. My top ten. Redo Feeler is number ten in my top ten. <sighs> That's above a lot of shows. I am. Uh, so I am here to defend the show. Okay. Before I vent, the floor is yours. <laughs> defend the show. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm here to defend the show because overall. It's a good show. Not great. This is kind of the same thing that, you know, we talk about with Sword Art and any show that's really out there. It's good. It's not great. Um, there's a lot of things I, I dislike. <laughs> um, I guess the first thing is I dislike how much I like this show. It makes me feel shameful. <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. Um, I think for me, though, it's like... It's the cringe. Like, I, I don't know, man. I just, it's something God, about the cringe, just how much people hate the show. That makes me like it more. Uh, maybe I'm wrong in the head. Nah, but like, it makes sense. No, it's just, it, you know, it's a Trust lot of things. Me. Like, the world building aspect, um, character designs. I mean, it's all done pretty well. The animation is not great. That's but the I've fucked up part worse. is it's actually good. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. It's good, though. It pisses um, me off. It's good. Yeah, even that first episode, the uh, when they're fighting the demon lord, I'm just like, damn, this animation is pretty good, <laughs> and some of the battles are pretty good too. Um, I mean, obviously, like, God. you know, for a, like the the sex scenes are. Phenomenal. Oh, there's sex but... scenes. What do you mean? I must have missed that. <laughs> and I guess uh, how they portray like manipulation and control, like yeah. they just they did a really damn good job. And back to the author's quote of like finding that fine line. I think they did an he did an absolute phenomenal job of finding that line, clearly defining it and pushing it to that limit. Never crosses it. Um, he stepped on it a few times. He stepped on it a few times. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think, uh, I guess if I were to change anything in the show, like really the only, the couple things that I would change is like, I want them to expand like rise of a shield hero. You've seen it. Um, they go into a lot of the powers with the shield Yes. I'm getting a lot of vibes, you know, kind of comparisons between these two shows, but I want them to expand more on the gauntlet that he gets. Interesting. Like, give me what sort of ability does it have? You know, it, it's a it's a special, you know, it's a legendary weapon. Um, they don't really touch on it much at all. No, they don't. Um, he just comes into it at the end leave, of the show, right? Yeah, and we'll, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll say this for the end, but like, they do leave a lot of loose loose ends. Oh, there's a lot of looseness. Uh, <laughs> a lot. Dear God. <laughs> and I guess, uh, you know, the last thing would be like, 
like any kind of like world events or just kind of like something that puts like in sword art like you hear yes. about all the different cities around there and in, yes. in, in the world itself but like i just wish it kind of drew me into the to the world a little bit more yes yes you know i fully expected after that second episode to hate watch this show and to really dive so bad into this experience i was just gonna sit there and understand what it was somebody who created a show that wanted to completely and utterly warp the mind of myself of what i think should be acceptable to be animated but what should be actually portrayed as somewhat of a good show by episode 10 i'm sitting there getting ready for bed yearning for another episode before i sleep <laughs> see the thing that's crazy about this show <laughs> the craziest thing about this show and i can understand completely after watching the entirety of it especially how it ends and basically teases that there's one more person left to be you know revenged mm-hmm. i can see why so many people not only hated this show but are utterly disgusted that it was actually made It's the same reason why people who are religious like to condemn others or like to overlook the things wrong with themselves or people who are very spiritual. They overlook this or people who are political, whatever you go into. People go into something with a set expectation or idea and anything that is a part of what they like or love or, for example, like me, I love anime. It's part of my life. It's on my arm. I mean, it's everywhere. It's part of my content. You have to accept all of it, right? And you have to see it for what it is. I can see how so many people saw that and were instantly turned off because to them, they thought this is something that will be used against them, right? Because they're thinking this is exactly what people think anime is. They think it's lewd. It's etchy. It's for the just worst of the worst people out there, perverted old men who are just sitting at home touching themselves, all this stuff, right? They literally make it seem like if you've watched this and only this in anime, you would never want to touch it again. Literally, never. You would be just disgusted, yeah. right? But uh, the thing like is... Someone comes to you and they say, you know, uh, what are you watching? Like, oh, nothing, nothing. Die. <laughs> you know, this is, this is that show that you would Oh, do that no, the thing play. is, I had this full blast in my window open at midnight. So hopefully people heard some <laughs> scenes, okay? No cops were called, but I've gotten some looks when I drive around, okay? Oh, sure. I'm oh, sure. they're just wondering if they can partake. It almost feels like at this point. The thing is, though, <laughs> when I watch this... And I went into it fully accepting it for what it was after the second uh, episode. You start to really get interested in what will come next and how far (laughs) they will push the limits where I'm literally watching a scene where they're waking up. It's now him, the princess and the little ice fox girl. Right. And they're next to this beautiful river enjoying the morning. Both the girls are out there in this beautiful white, almost toga looking thing like they're Greek goddesses splashing water at each other. My boy comes up. It's time to bang. Starts basically going to town on one of them. And then the other one's like, don't be shy. Come on in here. Let me take care of you too. And I was like, all right, let's let's see how this goes. (laughs) Dude, I've understood it now. And it's like with this show, and this is crazy to say, but it basically, it'll test your bounds of how you are with your expectations, with your open ability to see things for what they are, your bounds of what you accept as good or bad, your sexuality, all this. It tests so much of it because basically that is a big part of the show itself is that it's turned itself into a very expressive show, right? And having the fun to it of basically showing you, yeah, um, your wildest dreams are coming true in this show because... (laughs) 
<laughs> dude and the, this is the craziest part too when i was watching this i was so ready to just go on a tirade with you and be like this is why anime needs to get out of this these are the exact things like boku no pico that'll make people hate on this industry and tell us we're worthless to say that we aren't good enough to dude, make it's, the it's a pay. class on its own though that that's the thing it's, but that's it's exactly totally what you different. said it's the adult film of movies there is a market is, for pornos. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, this like, whole thing is just no. a disguised revenge porn. <laughs> well said. Because I'm yeah. telling you, dude, and uh, I've seen this on because, you know, sometimes we're in the studios and it's late at night. There's a there's a whole thing called the VMAs, which is like or whatever it's called, which is like basically the porn awards. Right. And it's like an Oscar sure. for porn. And it's a real thing. Like they're getting awards like the best sex scene, the best head giver. <laughs> it's like it's a real thing. Right. <laughs> it's a real thing. So that's why when I watched this, I was like, if you just accept it for what it is and go into it with like a comedical kind of look and just, ex- you know, have fun while you're watching it and don't be disgusted or whatever it is you'll have a good time with it like honestly you'll have a good time go with it neutrality mindset you might learn some moves <laughs> sure my guy literally made me question my confidence in things i'm like you know what i'm not doing it right this man knows how to hold it down this man literally understands the purpose of all of it and what's crazy too and i really love this this might be like a little you know thing that maybe most people didn't care for but i've seen so many times and especially when i go to anime conventions and i have I have literally bags and bags of stickers that are given to me every time I go. There's so many of those where like they make that face with the tongue out and the saliva, right? And I never really understood it, but I assumed it was from like some kind of hentai shows or whatever it is, right? When I saw them add that touch in there, like when they're basically climaxing, <laughs> dude, I literally sat back and I was like, this show, dude, this show is hitting it all in every angle. <laughs> No, that's so true. Rogue. It's honestly, as you said, it's a revenge porn. It really is. Yeah. And what's crazy yeah. about it, too, is it's like it never felt like they were overdoing one of those scenes. They, like, kept testing to see, like, how much will you enjoy this? Yeah, okay. And, and, like you said, you the further you get along in the show, the more accepting it feels. You just yeah. you forget what happened to them at the very beginning yeah you're like yeah hey i'm actually enjoying this this sex scene down it, yeah yeah <laughs> out of like, the wait, fact wait, 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 that this guy off. this yeah, is wrong the, dude the, the guy literally broke this princess down and changed her mindset and everything and turned into her a slave and he's like oh yeah i love her too Brand new person. <laughs> yep <laughs> oh my god dude so yeah. i guess it's fair to ask you um what do you think about the show as a whole <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely loved it. I do. <laughs> you dog, you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I know. And it's, it's okay. okay. I'm uh, sitting next I've to you on this. That decision. I've actually, uh, same thing that it was recommended to me. I've recommended it to other people as well. Hey, recommend it to, to me just, for a whole show. Yeah, <laughs> off the joke to the next Dude, person. I swear it's like the fucking ring. Do you remember that movie? The oh, seven yeah. days? You fucking just give it to everybody. Like, I'm going to die in seven days. You're going to die in seven days. <laughs> It's a fucking ring, dude. And you can't stop watching. That's so true. That's so true. I hate you and love you, dude. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I hate you and I love you because when I first watch it, when you get, you got to be prepared. You have to be ready for the revenge. You have to be ready for the elaborate sex scenes that come with it, too. But it's so dope to watch because you're sitting there and you're like, dude, I, I see what this is. I see what this is. They're having fun with it. They're basically making it an adult version of an isekai harem anime and really pushing it to that limit, like saying, if you want to enjoy it, this is for you. And this is what it is. 
and it really was. And it's like, man, all I'm saying is I'm never pissing anybody off in my life. There's no, <laughs> I never want to have any of that bad juju come back to me, dude. Because revenge can be dark, dude. It can, it can oh, really yeah. consume people. Like the doc, can we talk about for a fact the stuff he does to the pivotal people who do him wrong? So like, keep in mind, he is like. God, he's almost like Aaron Yeager, right? Like he's an antagonist, protagonist. Like I don't even know how to describe him. <laughs> Class of its own. It, literally. Dude, he's just a revengeist, I guess. Like he he's not <laughs> going after people. He's going after the ones who did him wrong. So like he literally has that mindset. He's like, I'm not going to kill people. I have no yeah, need to kill them. He still goes after people that didn't don't... do him wrong. <laughs> so there's like, there's no morals with this dude. He just... He's Zero. just enjoying it at this point. He's broken, you know? is what it is. He's broken. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I don't I, know. Some, like you said, some of the people that he gets, quote, unquote, revenge on. I mean, it's from the oh my lord to the, to the blade, <laughs> you know, flare at the beginning, Norn later on. I mean, it's, it's yeah. eye-opening. <laughs> That's one way to say it. Oh, my God, dude. I will say, though, as a whole... I enjoyed it and it sounds so weird to say it it, it was so much fun dude because i just I wanted God. you to say that you know it's <laughs> i wanted you to like just be that much shocked and just say you know what i wow. enjoyed this show that's why it's number 10 man just that cringe factor i literally call the skydiving it sounds so interesting. You're so excited to do it. You're getting up there. You're about to jump. You're petrified. Your heart's racing. You jump out. You think, why the fuck did I jump out of this plane? And then as you're falling and you're kind of just accepting your fate, you're having the greatest time of your life. And your adrenaline is rushing so high. You're literally, you will never be able to match that unless you go do crazier shit. That's what this was to me. This was literally skydiving. Like, <laughs> it's crazy to think that this type of a show. And you know what's funny is like, I would say even too. This is an acceptable show to be made and incorporated into anime over something like yeah. Boku no Pico because that, sure. <laughs> dude, the line. that's promoting an entire different entity of things that I think should just be, oh, it's a little bit more harmful, I would say, than other ways, right? But that's fair. This, this show, dude, this fucking show, I don't know how else to describe it, but saying I was incredibly surprised. I was aroused. <laughs> the weirdest way he's doing it. Oh my god! I'll and give the you a comparison, dude. Like I have, uh, I have figures, like anime figures. Okay. Uh, specifically, a lot of Asuna ones. Oh, you have good taste. Yeah, she's yeah, my wife, right. dude. Yeah. yeah. Shame uh, on you for not naming your daughter Asuna, but that's okay. I know. I know. Um, so, <laughs> here's where the shame comes in. Okay. I have a custom 3D hand painted figure on order of setsuna stop <laughs> no you yep. don't i do i do there's a guy i found him on fiverr he does 3d printing stop it he does hand painting stop it i found an stl file for a 3d printer stop it <laughs> tell me tell me you went full jobless reincarnation and it has detachable clothing Oh no, it doesn't. <laughs> that so would have been. I have, a, I have a daughter and a wife. Like I can't. That's I can't true. God forbid it knocks over. God forbid it knocks <laughs> over. You're done. So I found a file that of one that was like somewhat, you know, appropriate. Okay. Uh, so then for you, I'll have to shoot you a picture yeah. of it afterwards. Oh but, please, I'm open. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <at> this <laughs> but uh, that's how much wow. I don't know, man. That's how much I love this show and that character specifically. Like. So why do you love my, her so uh, much? What made her? What? Why? Why her? Out of all the characters, uh, I guess because I'm a closet furry. You know, 
I knew oh, it. Shame. I mean, you could. No shame needed. Right no here. shame needed. Everybody's got a type. No, but uh, you know, for me, it's a like fucking holo on my arm, dude. I, I'm a Nico and, uh, fan. I'm bordering you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Love my demi humans. But oh, um, you know, in terms of like my VR avatars are all furries. Mm. You know, that's just that's just what it is, man. But I'm not. I'll, I'll clarify. I'm not someone that just. So you're a closet furry. Yes, I'm not going to okay. go in public with a full suit. Okay, you know, so now here's the me. thing, and uh, this is a safe place. There's not five people in this audience. It's just you and me, Rogue. <laughs> is there going to be a day that I'm going to be emceeing a furry, let's just say, convention or a meetup, and they pay extremely well, and they give me dog treats? Uh, can I expect to see you at one of these one time in your life? Do you think eventually in your life you might go past that barrier and try to be a full furry one time. I would have to gauge the audience first. Like, dip okay. my toes in the water. Like, for example, okay. there's a, uh, I'm in the Southeast US. There's uh, anime, not, not anime weekend, there's Furry Week in Atlanta. It's You're kidding like a, me. One of the biggest furry events in the country. Okay. I would probably go. You would know, you? I haven't gone yet. Just as a fan? Go. Yeah, just as a fan. See what's all about. See what's up. Like it. Walk around. Maybe I'll dive in. You know? You know? Maybe get a churro or two. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> dude well, i don't know it's just it's just you know i'm, I'm just in fact the color scheme of her character is phenomenal just okay light blue and ice ice theme to it it's beautifully just, designed character it's just cute yeah beautifully it's designed character. character i can't even argue but i will say yeah. out of all of them i can see why you dig her because of the furry attributes the nico fan and all that stuff sure. right now let's say this Let's say they did not design her as a furry or Nico, right? She had no animal instincts. They were all just pure women, right? Would it still be her as your favorite or would you have changed your answer? I'm not a big fan of the pink hair waifus, you know? I know so this is where we differ. We finally found yeah. our different paths. We finally found it. Um, I'm more of like a, a blue aura, you know? I do love that light blue, like ice color. Blue is my favorite color. I mean, it does like, look like your icon right now. So I mean, that does make sense. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's uh, you know, I think the white, uh, the uh, the pink hair waifu. It's like, it's okay. cool. I think it's overused. Please don't use slander I mean, right now. Have... I'm trying to like you. Please do not slander my pink hair waifus. I will defend I mean, them, but you can express yourself. Show. What? They have two in the show. I needed two more. I, I, I would have loved I, four. You know, it's better than two, four. (laughs) Okay, fair, fair. I will say this, and I'm going to shock you. Neither of the pink hair girls were my favorite in the show. Yeah, yeah. I think I have a feeling you know who's my favorite. Take a guess. Uh, Kiaru. (laughs) No, I don't know. Who's the demon girl again? Eve Reese. Yeah. I really liked her, dude. I really liked her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> quick Dog. side note i loved um after they first meet her the next morning how the uh setsuna and flair are giving her shit about uh not accepting his invitation dog he offered her the glorious caucus and <laughs> she said nay i am too nay. scared <laughs> dude you know what i loved about it too is the fact like so now like when we're into the show and as you guys if you've watched this if you never watched this that's okay it's all you know partake as well as you wish the thing that's so funny is like it becomes so openly acceptable with like the women like none of them are going to fight each other they're all comfortable like they're all 
his plaything in a sense are all in love with him that they're just like yeah as long as we're around him they take care of me too he can do whatever he wishes right the craziest dude the craziest thing is like when they introduce her the demon girl and like they're having that open you know their whole morning coffee you could say and they're getting themselves <laughs> happy and they're working out their their yoga session uh she's outside the door like listening in the other room just getting her mm-hmm. getting her rocks off like she's just getting so aroused okay. by the whole situation and she just can't commit to it which is so awesome in my opinion like i love the fact that even though she's literally at the tipping point or as the kids like to say edging she doesn't fully <laughs> commit to it and it was unfreaking believable dude i loved she her character back to reality she yeah. is expressing what we're truly feeling it is, uh-huh you know, yep where i was like okay take me back take me back i can't be in there with them take me back <laughs> i'm getting lost you know let's take me back and dude yeah i love her character design the long black hair her whole look i love the whole elfier kind of mix in demi-human vibe and the way like that her character was i loved the innocence like she had that kind of cockiness to her like she knew she had to be like that girl but the fact is like when it came push to shove you could tell she was still nowhere near she was still like a kid inside because she's never experienced a lot of things in life right that's why i loved it because as you said she was like my beacon like i felt like i was in the middle of the ocean and i had nowhere to go i had no idea but i was just getting immense with the wetness and the waves but i saw her as a light i was like let me come to you (laughs) let me hold you real quick please come here show me the way Dude, I swear, such a freaking eclectic mix of characters. And as as you said, too, the thing that tripped me out the most about it is like the fact it's like it's so open with what they're doing and what the whole show premise is. You almost forget like halfway through the show that it's happening. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like not even like desensitized, but you're you're watching and you're just like. Okay, look at him hit it twice right there. Okay, out of boy. I guess healing is not your only specialty at this point. Look at this guy. <laughs> no, I think Dude. it's a little bit of uh, you know of the de- desensitizing. Um, yeah, I try to be. Nice. I think part of it is like I wish there was a. You know, I wish I tell myself I wish there was you know more cringe, more Dang. sex scenes towards the second half. Yeah, you know, but there was. <laughs> and it kept just kind growing. of just accepted it. Yeah. Yeah. It kept growing. Even the fact they threw the whole sister sister thing. Anything you could think of that could be a fetish to like an extreme level, like the lolly, <laughs> the busty oh, yeah. princess turned into a subservient slave, the sword princess who falls in love, <laughs> the Debbie human goddess like leash thing. Dude. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> So now oh, I have to ask you this. Picture I gotta send you after please, that. please. I have to ask you this. Would you say that this type of show and the genre that it's around could technically hurt anime from a broad, like a broader spectrum? Yeah, I mean, yes and no. Okay. Um, the reason why I say yes is because it just really embellishes that stereotype, like what you talked about earlier, like. The overly proportioned big boob girls with neon hair yes. to do dirty things by, you know, <laughs> Japanese men in their basement. You know, it's like oh, yeah. that's that's the stereotype, and it's like, you know, it's only partially true, but, <laughs> uh, but it's like it, that's where it hurts the industry because people will see this, or people who are trying to get into anime, maybe they accidentally stumble across this and they're just completely turned away. Yeah, and it's a shame. You know, because this is meant for a specific audience. Yes. Of, you know, 
amongst friends. The yes. More, <laughs> oh, yes. You know, we at least have somewhat of a heads up. Or on the Anime Senpai podcast, apparently, now, too. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. We, we gave our CYA. So yeah. it's a... Uh, NSFW. Know, it definitely <laughs> could hurt the industry, but... Yeah. It's it's a total different class of its own. Like, yes. But here's the thing, though. It's it's not, again, back to that quote, it doesn't go too far. Like, this is an anime. This isn't a hentai. Do you know why? I mean, there's, the, there's a clear answer. Why is that? Two things. Okay. Uh, no visual depiction of genitalia. Yes. Or penetration. Yes. That's it. That's the line. <laughs> I think that's like the whole thing that's like kind of the difference between softcore, right? Like softcore and hardcore porn? Yeah. yeah. So this is a softcore hentai. <laughs> it's still an anime. And it's still an anime. That's why I always think it's funny too. Like when you see like a lot of these like uh, these pornos that try to be like these extensive shows like where they're trying to make like a whole thing. It's like uh, like a whole story, right? Like they're doing Lord of the Rings and they're having this oh, whole yeah, like plan. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's like I know what you are. Stop it. You don't, you don't need to beat around the bush, but you can find the one hole to rule them all. I get it. I understand. Uh, I, I would say, you know, it's funny. And that's why the reason I wanted to ask you too is because I think I'm with you. And the reason why I say that is when I watch this and I finally saw what it was, I would have to say like it's the same kind of concept for the porn industry or for anybody who's into softcore, hardcore, whatever it is, right? There's something for everybody out there. And especially if you want it, there's a place for you to enjoy it, right? Just what we were saying, you know, we're finding out Rogue is, you know, closet furry. That's okay. Everybody's got to type. <laughs> the thing that's interesting is that I'm with you. And I think from a consensus standpoint, people who don't know are always quick to judge because it's not something they know. It's not something they understand. And it goes against their beliefs and morals and values, right? Which is why we're in such a weird place in society now. And I could see why like the tension within virginity and people not having sex as much and relationships not working as well is because we're in that weird state right now where nobody really understands how we're over-sexualizing a lot of the music industry, but then we're not accepting of sex when it comes to closed marketplaces. We're very open with like the family nuclear bond and stuff but then we're against different attributes of your political beliefs whether it be from abortion marriages uh wedlock births all this stuff right like, there's so much in society it's constantly contorting and changing and twisting your mind but depending on your family where you come from where you grow up what region i mean there's places uh where it's like what is it called um certain types of states where i know like multiple wives are illegal you know some places you go to japan some places are 14s legal like there's so much everywhere it's constantly like changing your mind and perception and and then you kind of hold on to like my girl who's the buoy in the ocean, whatever you feel safe with. And you try to find your like normality, right? So that's why I would say, no, no, go, go, go. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like all this is still considered taboo though. Like that's, yes. that's really what it comes down to is like, for example, like um, growing up, like our parents having tattoos meant that you're a bad person. Came I know. Job. I got a bunch. I mean, look at you. I've got two half sleeves and we both have jobs. Well, you know, respectable job. I'm doing pretty good yeah. right now, I'd say, yeah. Yeah, I'd say I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. But it's just, be, the thing is, nowadays it's become more culturally accepted. Um, which, by the way, you are making me crave an anime tattoo. Sorry. Really want to. But oh, Good thing I didn't pop out um, in a furry suit. I would have made you really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on that. Yeah, no, <laughs> but, uh, no, no with, with, with anime, though, it's like, it was considered weird and abnormal. Yes. Now look at it today. Like, but like when it comes to like sex and sex scenes and stuff like that, it's like, I remember like, 
like uh, nip slips and like sex tapes. Yes. Kim Kardashian, like like all that stuff. Was, oh, it's so bad. Hope, Hope Solo ruined yeah. her life. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that wasn't that long ago. That That's was right. Twenty twelve ish. Yeah. But nowadays it's not a big deal. I mean, you've got things like the like the free the nip stuff or like OnlyFans, like glorified now. Yeah, yeah. Glorified and put on a pedestal encouraged and platforms like hbo like thanks to hbo i've seen way too many dicks that i'd like to admit but yeah i know that's like that's, <laughs> that's actually true you know i think about but more you so you do get some pretty intense scenes that you wouldn't see on like normal true you know cable or you know programs like that so true. i mean it's people that are diving into it like shows like redo of healer and hbo like yes. they're, they're kind of pushing the boundary a little bit further and making a little bit more culturally acceptable yes i agree so i agree with that because i've even thought about this too and i've talked about it with schoolboy and a lot of our gym sessions and stuff i'm always like i feel like we have such a distorted view on good and bad like we have like such a weird view on what should be good what should be bad like this is good because it's said to be this is bad because it's said to be but like when you find neutrality and you try to find reason and interest in things that are better bettering or not making things taboo so people don't go to extremisms just because they feel like it's something they shouldn't be doing so for example i'm sure you probably can agree with this if not but when i was younger there was an allure to drinking i would go to parties because i was not supposed to i was still 18 i shouldn't be drinking so you go to parties you get drunk and then when you're there there's girls they're probably drinking too who knows maybe i can get closer to one we can maybe you know who knows what happens right so like there's this allure and this weirdness and People aren't open to understanding the comfortability of sexuality as well, which is a whole nother conversation, right? Like mm-hmm. that whole attribute, the mammal, like the mammalistic side, people don't know and understand those urges and tendencies because number one, their parents forbid it. Most people never want to talk about it. I know having sex in this house. Uh, you had sex to make me. Good job there, Pops. <laughs> like it's like, where, where's it's like crazy. the, that's what, dude, it's crazy to me. And it's like, I, yeah, I heard you mom and dad kicking boots upstairs, but I can't even freaking, you know, put shorts on you know it's like there's it's so hypocritical and it's so weird and nobody knows the right way to go about it so when you watch a show like this it will like your skirt's gonna fly up and you're like oh what am i watching it's like well it's a revenge porno you know it's it's a (laughs) low-tier revenge anime you know it's just embrace it for what it is and i'll i'll go back to the point i was making too i don't think this should hurt anime and i've come to that understanding because as you said I don't believe this is truly like the form of anime. It's its own subgenre. So for example, I dislike the fact that shonen animes are the prevalent main type of shown or anime consumption wise, right? Mm-hmm. In the entirety of the world, it's number 1. It's not even close. 2 is not even anywhere close to it, right? It's like comparing football in the US to freaking, I don't know, a pickleball, right? There's no comparison on the level of fandom and how much it's incorporated. So for me to see that right but i still love shonens for what they are they bring more people into the spectrum of understanding and enjoyment if this is something that can be for a certain type of people which again isn't malicious isn't like something for like these weird tendencies or whatever like again boku no pico which i could argue against truly this show itself just seems like it's something there to kind of challenge your own perceptive of what you believe to be good or bad, your whole comfortability with being exposed to these hardcore, almost like, you know, I call them like, it's like gore or something. Like there's a term for that revenge style, like saw and everything. It really puts you in that weird kind of feng shui spot where you're like, damn, this is like, this is actually challenging my comfortability, but I want to know yep. why. Like if somebody's very self-explorational, you know, which I think is the founding blocks to understand self. So again, I think that at first 
when you first put me onto this, if you would have asked me two episodes in, I would have told you <laughs> completely different from here. I would have been like, dog, ain't no way I can watch this show. This is way too dark, way too corroded. This is not something I'm trying to find enjoyment out of. And then at the end of 12 episodes, I'm like, second season let me know when it's out let's go let's go dude (laughs) i don't think it's sure at the industry i think it should be something that's a part of it but from like an outside appeal i know for a fact i'm happy it's hard to find like you had to send me a link dude i couldn't have watched this if it wasn't for you i would know where to search for it i have to like i will say though this is like somewhat of a gateway though like this is a gateway drug to like oh wow thankfully i'm not addicted so yeah. No, but in terms of like challenging, like of course, I see that. Uh, I guess it's kind of like, would you say that this is the worst show that you've seen? Oh, if you're talking about from this type of setting, I would say absolutely. Uh, I've we never used the R word once, but there's a lot uh, of that in this show. Um, yeah, yeah, disguise too. You know, but it's a lot, dude. It's it's it it's it's. Uh... <laughs> so you're saying no? This is not. Hmm. one of the worst shows or oh no it is the worst show i'm saying it's 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 not anything that i would have ever been expecting for a show to touch on like i said it goes to everything it literally touches on everything you could think of and that's why it was so in a sense it was really wild to watch and again it's one of those things where i think if i wasn't in a state of mindset i am now which is very trying to understand more perception of self reality that's why i love shallow ocean so much and everything I wouldn't have enjoyed this at all. I wouldn't have even been open to this, right? I would have said this is hurting society. This is making people confused. This is enabling the wrong thing. What's up? How dare you make I know, right? That's what I'm saying. I would have grabbed a Bible and been like, how dare you, rogue? Stand back, you heathen. You know, it's true. Like, that's, that's the mindset it would have had for a majority of people. But I think this is one of those realities you almost have to be partaking in at least one of these so you can really understand like outside of your comfortability and know these things do exist, right? Like it's the darker side to the world, but it's not really dark. It's just an understanding of what else is outside of your health of comfort, right? You could say it's crazy, man. Like this is by far the (laughs) darkest anime I've watched on that concept. Like I've watched Goblin Slayer episode one, right? And I've I've used that to reference to people. This knocked that out of the water, dude. Like I feel I've been eating mac and cheese my whole life and you put me onto filet mignon. Like I'm, Oh yeah. Oh my God. Now I have to ask, no, no, go, go, go. No, go ahead. You first. I was just going to say, is this the darkest anime you've seen? Cause you said this is a (laughs) gateway. So yeah. Uh, anime. Yes. Okay. In terms of the gateway, Dude, this is uh, I've challenged myself because wow. once I watched watched this fully, I was like, "All right, what's worse? You know, is there anything worse out there oh, than this show?" I have a feeling there should be. <laughs> <laughs> there is way worse. Oh, I have no doubt, oh. dude. And I challenged myself. I I watched it. I, <sighs> I, mean, I have a I have a pretty strong mind. Um, props I'm very to you. Open. Props to but you. But like, it's dude. I could list a couple if you want, but there are some really bad stuff out there. Oh, Lord. <sighs> so, I don't know. I don't, but I don't think I'll watch it. Just, Turbo gave eyes, so you might want to drop some for Turbo. <laughs> Does Turbo want me to drop any? I got three off the top of my head. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Euphoria. Bondage game. Oh. Ale Manix. Oh, God. Why do all of those sound like they'd be crazy? Yeah, they are. 
absolutely crazy. So this is they're like when I when I first watched this, I was like, man, the author of Redo of Healer fucked up, messed up person. This like how, they must be sick in the head. Oh yeah. Then diving down this rabbit hole, I mean it's it's night and day. Like yeah. it's it's not even close. You know, I will say for my personal intro. Into like introvertedness of what I have, worse. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah. I'll say this for myself and things that I look for in entertainment purposes. Right, since I'm somebody who does so much content, I have no interest in really going to the dark side, other than using them for references. So knowing the names of them, right, and knowing what they sure. incentivize, so I could drop them for fun, pleasurable kind of a things. Right. <laughs> so for example, and a lot of the top tens I do sometimes, like when I did that top ten manga, before I announced what number one was. I would show one of the top-selling hentais of all time just to drop something in there to make people be like, what the fuck? And for those who know, to know that I know. Like that kind of a thing, right? I respect people who aren't afraid of doing what they love, right? It doesn't matter what factor you go about it. If you have a neutrality standpoint and really look at things for what people are, if they're truly following a passion that you know is beneficial, I have no doubt that there is something good that can come out of it, right? Not going dark or anything, whatever. But that's why, like, for myself, if you find people who enjoy stuff that they really love, who am I to hate on you, right? Like, again, going back yeah, to the I gaming mean, sometimes thing. Sometimes it's, it's an avenue for people. Like, you, sure. know, you know, people who have tendencies like this in real life, like, um, if you're able to see it visually depicted, like, maybe you won't have those tendencies in real life. And yes. sure, will I accept that that reasoning? Yeah. But, like, is it still not acceptable? No, it's not acceptable. That's what I'm but. saying, you know? <laughs> and that's the thing, too. It's like, it, it's it almost like it wants to show you the darkness within the world because there is out there mm-hmm. you'd be stupid oh, to yeah. not know that there's light and dark go step outside right now when the sun sets and tell me it's not dark okay that's why it's mm-hmm. like there is a lot of that within the world so i can see personally i am actually happy you picked this so i can at least say i know what that side has now at least i went sure. to dinner and i know i might not call it back but at least i yeah. know i experienced that dinner you know and i <laughs> what it was and it it's, deserts pete your interest but oh my god dude it's I can see how it can consume you and I can see how it can start to take, like you said, a gateway drug, right? So it's like the reference where I was a big pot smoker. I smoked so much weed when I was a kid from when I was like 17 to like 25, right? And I was such a chiefer. I made Cheech and Chong look like they were in their their retirement days from how hard I was going at sometimes. (laughs) And it's crazy to think like once I removed myself from it, I was like, damn, okay. I see why people can get consumed by it. I see why people so much love it. I can even go once in a while if I'm with some friends. Somebody pulls out a joint. I'll hit a couple times. You know, I know what it is now. I understand it. But you you have to be careful, you know, like walk the fine line and know when something it's going to consume you. And so if you're not able to know what it is, you can get lost real quick and we've seen before and i've had that same moment of you know actually to point out i am hold up 791 days sober and congrats that's huge you know like that's huge for me congrats man i realized that i had a problem like there was you know pot was consuming my life like all i wanted to do was smoke pot all day long and i was like i want to have a family i have a wife like I need to get my shit together. Yes. So had that moment, said enough is enough. And I'm proud of that, you know, but Good like man. totally understand where people are coming from, where it's, you know, so it's do tough I. sometimes it's really tough. 
I'm telling you, that's why I think shows like this are so important in a sense. It's almost like I've said this before, and this is one of the craziest things I've ever said. Uh, I truly believe when kids graduate from high school, they should have the ability to sign up. You know how like we would go for field trips and stuff. You'd be like in your elementary, they take you to New York City to see some monuments and stuff. And then in junior high, you can go to like Disneyland or when it's called like your graduation. There's like, what is that called at the end? There's a term for it where all the, the kids before they lift, they go to like. I don't remember what it is, but they send like everybody to Disneyland for a day, right? And a lot of the kids that I knew that would go, they would drop some acid or have some fun, do some stuff, mm-hmm. right? I think, and especially in a world where people need to understand more of self, that's how you don't fall for selflessness. I really think people, and I've said this again, there should be like some kind of a course or some kind of like a sign-up sheet or you could do where kids can go and willingly take like a small doses of mushrooms or something just to get that psychedelic experience once in their life. Sure. Because yeah. I mean this when I say this, dude, that was one of the most eye-opening experiences for myself when I did mushrooms. This was like six, seven years ago because it brings you out of the sense of self for the first time in really your life. Because people have touched on it, right? Like when you smoke some weed, you get a little high, feel a little different, a little numb or a little happier, a little gigglier. It kind of makes neutrality within the world and your bad problems not as bad, right? Or if you're drinking, kind of makes you have a little bit of confidence, makes you comfortable to go outside, talk to that girl maybe, whatever it may be. Dude, imagine you visually see a different effing world and you come back and tell me it didn't help you kind of see something differently within yourself. Like I've told people. uh, I have crossed that line. Yes, you know? Like, that's what I'm saying, dude. I did it, and it was one of the most eye-opening experiences, and it's literally like, that's what this show is. It's not only skydiving. Sure. It's literally a psychedelic trick for you. That's what this yep. is. And it, 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 it honestly, it's what you make of it, right? No matter what happens to you, it's really how you take it. And that's why, again, for this show, dude, bravo to you because you put me into a completely different world. I would have never willingly went. The darkest thing I searched up for myself to watch, which is when I did the Patreon episode with Lijah, was the domestic girlfriend sex scene with Hina, Sean, because I love Hina, you know? So I was like, hold on, I can see Hina's titties. Let's go. You know, like I wanted to see. Let's do it. Right? So I searched that up. And then after I watched it, I was like, yeah, you know, I kind of enjoyed the more like not as vibrant one i you know i kind of i kind of enjoyed the one i watched it was a little bit more recluse because you know it gave me a little bit more enjoyment for the show rather than kind of hyping the whole sure. other side so it's crazy dude but dude i was uh i was so <sighs> hesitant to recommend this i'm sure i really i really wanted to do sword art and, <laughs> you know we, we could talk we could always one day oh trust me back. we got but, plenty of time yeah it's just dude i was like you know what I've listened to almost all your content at this point. He's never done anything like this. Never. You tried to do an After Dark one. Maybe it was with the uh, Weave Nation. I can't remember. We did do one before, yes. Yeah, and I was like, eh, that wasn't really After Dark. No, it was, it was just literally sunset. <laughs> it wasn't dark at all. It was yeah, just a sunset. It was, it was, the, the sun was setting. It so was I was sunset. like, you know what? Screw it. What do I got to lose? I'll throw <sighs> it out there. Say, hey, let's do this. <laughs> you, you took the challenge. I did. Proud and now, you. thank you. Let's continue the challenge. What was your favorite sex sure. scene? <laughs> uh, for me, yes. my favorite character. <laughs> of course. Um, when Setsuna slaughters the mercenaries that are attacking her village. Yes. And then later that night under the full moon. Oh, Yaro poster up on a tree. Her. Dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he, he brought the wolf out of her. Like, that, was, that was like the beginning of their bond. Oh, yeah. yeah. Safe to say. And, they they uh, became one. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, dude, it's, that was definitely my favorite scene. I have no like, doubt. This is your, your favorite girl. I know. Sorry, uh, little turbo. Cover your eyes and ears. Uh, I would say... <laughs> 
for myself, probably the favorite scene of this sounds so weird to say out loud was the sister scene, dude, because I've never seen something <laughs> like that. And you always wonder, right? Like you always have the back of the mind. You're like, so how do sisters feel about each other? You know, because like, you know, yeah. I, I know women are more attracted to women more than men are attracted to men. It's just natural consumption. Sure. Femininity is attractive to no matter who you are. That's what men look for. That's what women look for in men. So I was like, they're actually touching on this scene where the sister now is not only completely subservient and a slave to our main dude, but now he made her turn into somewhat of a furry, going on all fours and etc. And then literally testing the sister who is so in love with her older sister, how far she can go and take it, and if she could actually enjoy the delight that he presented her. I was sitting there like, it's real! It's yeah. A- yeah. Oh my god! I would be lying if I said I didn't watch it twice. I would be lying. I would definitely be lying. Of course it's okay. That's why I watched it twice. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, this is my third time watching it fully through. You demon, you. And not counting any, like, compilations. (laughs) No, it's okay. That's okay. Safe to say this tested the bounds of a harem like I would have never expected before, right? Yeah, but the thing is, like, I typically hate harems. Like, even in sword art, like, I, I absolutely despise how much really wants to suck Kirito's dick. Like, it, it really bothers me. Like, it's it's very annoying. No kidding. Um, yeah, it just, like... Seems so know, contradictory, almost, to, it, it is a little contradictory. Yeah. I to have their own thing, but, like, I don't know. I guess there's... I guess the reason why, like, the author probably... Or most people put this in there is just, like the audience that you're really going for you know right you, right you, either a male dominant audience or maybe someone you know adolescent teens that are going through puberty or whatever it may be but there's that and i guess you know we kind of touched on it earlier but like nowadays people are a little bit more open with sexuality and yes like, you know there's polygamous relationships out there and you can have multiple partners and you can identify however you want or express mm-hmm. however you're feeling yes like that's that's perfectly fine. Like I've I've had which I'm all for comfortable than feel depressed and you know I know plenty of people that are going through that kind of stuff. But it's well, just, also <laughs> I think you touched on something different. great here. I also think it's outdated for today's environment. Yeah. So think about this way: if you have a society <clears throat> where their only communication ability is writing letters and face to face enjoyment, you have nothing but the world that you're compassed by to consume you. Meaning, in a world today where I have a cell phone and I can create multiple dating apps and I can make myself look very appealing and I can also become the wordsmith I am and consume women with the conversations and whatnot, you're telling me it wouldn't be hard to have multiple partners within a single day, right? So now this is what I'm getting to. Many people would argue that the relationship factors and the true human connections between two people is now cathartic and almost watered down because of that. I can almost say I disagree. This should be one of the most trying times to really see if you're about that person. Because if they easily fall for temptation now when it's so accessible, they were never about you. They would have only been with you because they only knew about you. See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm somebody who truly believes in loving people truly and wholly and soullessly to where I never want to own you. I think even almost marriages are outdated in today's society, but that goes against religious standpoints and et cetera. I think we're at a spot now where, and like you said, you're married with kids, right? 
if that's the fate you choose to have and want to have that for yourself, to experience, to have that bond, to have your own little clan, I'm all for it, dude. I just think we shouldn't condemn people for wanting differently, right? Yeah. Like, I don't see the ley line there. It doesn't make sense to me. Why not find the thing that makes you the happiest, that also brings the best to you, and lets you become the best version of yourself, because there shouldn't be restrictions. That's how we cap ourselves. See what I'm saying? Yeah, everybody, everybody writes their own path. You know, it's, That's, there shouldn't be this stereotypical path of, hey, you, you've got to get married by this date. You've got to have a kid yes. by this. You know, the timeline bullshit. Yeah, it, it's just I bullshit. hate that, and dude. It's, it's, and the worst part about it is... It's the generations before us that are putting that pressure on, you know, because that's all they knew, though. That's all yeah. they knew, for sure. And you know, for for yeah, this is where we uh, our paths kind of differ. We talked about it early on. Yes. It's like you know, with the whole sword art thing, it's like I, you know, we're very similar in a lot of ways of how we got started and stuff like that. But it's like I forked off, and my wife and I have been together eleven years, and we have a kid, and. You know, I almost equivalent our relationship to how like Lawrence and Holo is. Like, yes, we, we have yes. that kind of banter, and it keeps things interesting, and we so respect cool. each other, and it's it's equals. Like, we love that man. That's everything I look for in a partner, and she's awesome. But, and see, you found what you yearn for, right? Yeah, exactly. And you went a completely different way. And there's yes. nothing wrong. It not saying that my way is the right way. You know, right? <laughs> it's, That's there's exactly a lot of things it. I miss out on. Yes. You know, and, and you see, have opportunities to empower yourself. Preach. And, and grow, yes. you know, and it just, it, I'm, and see, it's, it's you're, inspiring. Dude. You're touching. Thank you too. And you're touching on something that's so important because this is like behind the looking glass for myself. I truly was consumed with somebody when I was a young age. I had a high school sweetheart. Her and I mm-hmm. were together for seven plus years. We had a house together. We lived together for two and a half years. She almost had a child, but decided not to keep it right. Like there was a whole life that I could have been living in a different time yeah. and place right now. But that's not how the cards worked out for me. And so it set me up in a position where I could truly decide for who I was in myself, i.e. the point we both talked about, that dark spot. And that's when I started watching anime again. That's why I started chasing entertainment. That's why I took a chance and got into radio and did this stuff because I decided right then and there, the path I want to enjoy and kind of find out is now more understanding and seeing what the world has to offer. So that's why if you caught that Alex way back in the day and you showed him this show, Bro, we would have had a completely (laughs) different conversation, right? And now I'm sitting here telling you, not only props to you for challenging what the heck I can watch in an anime, but what my perception is on all of it, and if it should even be considered something to hurt the whole industry of anime. Isn't that crazy to say? (laughs) It's so wild. It does. And that's honestly why I love this concept so much and why I love everything I do because that is the purpose of anime is to challenge your beliefs, what you accept, and to go out of your comfort zone because it's supposed to do that for you just like life is. And I truly believe when you start to get comfortable, you start to slowly die because then you're not challenging yourself anymore. And that's why, again, I said with the world, there's so many options right now. Stop making everybody go down the same path. Find yours. Well said. That's how it's got to go, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like, you <laughs> props to you again, dude. Because I never thought I would get so, like, <sighs> deep. <laughs> On a show that was this deep, dude. <laughs> it almost seems fitting. Oh, it it literally almost today. seems fitting. It's crazy to me. Dude, did you have any other things about the show itself you really wanted to highlight? Um, trying to think here. I mean, we covered a, a lot of it. Oh, yeah. There's a second season, too, eventually coming out. Yeah. I honestly, I don't want to, like, 
part of me is like, I don't want to talk too many details about the show because I respect if someone that. is curious about watching it, that first raw reaction is is uh, oh, it's so raw. Good. It's definitely raw. That second episode. Uh, and Turbo said it like four times in the chat. Uh, the blade scene is interesting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, the blade uh, scene, huh? No, oh, Turbo. Yeah, that's your yeah. favorite scene. Huh? Um, <laughs> second episode for me was probably my my most shocking. Yep. Slash favorite, I guess yeah. I could yeah. call it that yep. now. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. That's that's fair. Um, there's a lot of uh, loose ends and just. It was a joke, Turbo. Don't, don't worry. Logically, <laughs> uh, things that just don't logically make sense. Yes. But you just roll with the punches. <laughs> like it's true. Why he has magical semen? You know, it's like I. Well, you just, you just go. With I think it, all men do. You know? We just haven't embraced it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking forward to a second season. Yeah, I, I don't Safe like any ends, so I Safe definitely want a second season. Um, Lots of stuff that can be touched on, but there's no turning back. You can't, you can't unsee what you see. No, no, and uh, <laughs> fortunately, don't want to at this point because it only adds to my illustrious senpaiing ability. So, on this episode, cream pie. Uh, so, I will say this: I truly think that the one critique I can give it is that you can tell with the storyline and the portrayal of where they were carrying it, it starts to fall off towards the end of the first season. And what I mean by that, Ben, is like they leave a lot of things too quickly brought up and then removed making it seem like there was really no purpose to it or they didn't accentuate on it enough just like you were talking about the relic gauntlet he gets this legendary item and he starts yeah. using it and you're like okay like what, what does it do how how did he get it why, why does he even have it like what is it just seemed like really loose right like that whole throw in well, so they pulled a lot of a lot of themes from current shows that are, it's like he had like the first half of the sh the show written out then he started yes. watching rise of a shield hero yeah dude for real like, oh what could i pull from this and it just kind of like slowly came into here and it's like like you said that they, they'd leave out a lot of stuff and like there's one you know hero that they i think they just forgot about and they gave him a throw throwaway scene at the very end yeah <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, crap, we need to talk about this dude. I guess he's, he's season two. Yeah, they give dude, him the like, weirdest it's scene. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> and also like the, the Hawkeye guy. Yeah, I know, I know. The Hawkeye guy, right? Wasn't that one of them too, the yeah. Arrow guy? Yeah, like he just he comes was. in out of nowhere. He's this badass and he's gone. I'm like, uh, okay, I, all right. Okay. I didn't even fucking know who he was. Like they made him seem like this yeah. badass and he's gone. And the whole princess thing, like the, the the younger one, right? They just set her up to have like the whole sex scene with her at the end. And I was like, okay, I see what the point of that was. Then, <laughs> like, it just yeah, and she's supposed she's allegedly the one that's the worst, and like I I didn't really see it. No, he just move on, and now she's Ellen. That's you know? and, and Ellen. Well, the funniest thing about that, she Ellen is Kiaru's sister. He, that's explained to the group, like, hey, this is my sister, and then. Okay. They have a party at the end. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and everyone's like, "Oh, that's cool." I feel like at the end it was just sure. a send off. He was just like, "Fuck it, let's have fun with it." <laughs> like, honestly, yeah. Like I would love to see like more like the human demi human and the demon like relations. Like that part was like yes. super cool to me. Yes. Um, how they had the one city. That's what I'm saying. I just wish they went into that more. They really like, tried to make this that anime, and then I saw after halfway, I was like, okay, they're just embellishing it at this point. He's just having fun. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's my only critique, right? As somebody who really enjoys anime for what they are and tries to be like, you know, a Sid free and Roy. Siegfried and Roy like I'm trying to be the, the Tiger King and train all these tigers 
I, I really <laughs> watched this for what it was, and I was like, okay, you had me captivated. You really took me off the edge of the second episode. You really had me invested for the next few. But then, yeah, as he started to progress, in. I was like, okay, at this point, I'm just in it for like the fun fetishy things. Now. Like, it kind of <laughs> seems like the story is not really here. So I was like, okay. And I'll tell you, I was shocked how it ended. I was like, yeah. hold on, what happened to the last dude? Oh, there's gonna be a second season for one more dude. All right, let's see what you do at this point because you already lo- almost lost me at the end here. So let's see what you got. Yeah, so <laughs> I typically critique. don't. I typically don't like to read spoilers. Uh, I did start peeking ahead at the manga for this. Okay, and it gets interesting. I didn't read much. So they actually do well, huh? The pictures. Yeah, it gets interesting. I look okay. at pictures because it's all in Japanese. I okay. understand. Well, don't spoil it for me because, you know. That's fair. I like the big screen to do its justice. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. So now here's the thing then, right? The story itself, everything, just putting it all together. It is absolutely a show that you would have never expected. And if you give it a chance, I think you might something interesting from it. And also, it might spark some interest within some kind of attributes. At the very least, let you know what else is out there, right? So you know, and you can understand, <laughs> and at least tell people, yo, no, yo, dude, redo of Hitler, yeah, my yeah, you know, I see people are into it. It's okay, you know, it's okay. Uh, I get it, right? I see it. But for myself, I would say the entire circumference of it, it's an experience to say the least, dude. And I, I can honestly say, too, I don't think I'll recommend it to people, like, seriously. No. But I will absolutely use it as funny side humor for content purposes, whatever it may be. Because <laughs> that, if you know, dog, you know. <laughs> in the clubhouse. I'm a, fucking, I'm a member for some reason now. <laughs> I told uh, I told a buddy of mine recently that it's a oh. rite of passage. If you're going to be an anime friend of mine, well, you got to watch Redo of Healer. Guess we're friends now, huh? We are. <laughs> Graduated. Thanks, dude. <laughs> so now we have to do this to end all of this, Rogue. Realistically, and I mean you can have the bias, whatever you would like, I need you to rate this show from 1 to 10. What would you rate it and why? Uh, I'll give you a very biased score. Okay, I'm it's ready. An, it, it's an 8. Dang, that is strong. Yeah, that's super high. I wonder if it's in your um, top ten. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there is there's only a few female characters that I uh cling to and that's one major thing for this. And then it's just like again that cringe factor, what drew me into the whole thing and just I, it's just such a different experience. Yes. Um in reality is it an eight? absolutely not <laughs> at least you know at least close. you know i know you're not I delusional know. that's the good to know yeah no i'm not delusional um it's probably probably below where the mouth score is okay. um but there's some people that are biased just like me yeah probably put a 10 on that's there and now it's a 6.7 or whatever it was so yeah I'm, I'm gonna go with an eight just just a personal and it's the little asterisk is gonna be there it's a it's a bias score okay i respect that at least you can be open about it too, you know, and be <laughs> critically analytical, uh, analytical and also biased at the same time. I'll tell you honestly, dude, it's, oh, I mean, I feel like even this is a wild thing to say. It's like a four out of 10 for me, like a solid four <laughs> out of 10. And I'm being no, realistic, I right? It, I, I totally respect it. Thank you. I'm being realistic, right? The shock factor, dude, 20 out of 10. I did not expect <laughs> any of that shit to unfold. But looking at like the entirety of the season, right? The characters themselves the purpose of what they were behind, and especially what they were showing with every single character and what was indulged into it, I knew instantly this just seems like one of those meme culture things where it's like, we're going to full send, 
this is what it's about and trust me when i say you're not going to expect what comes next and it's true and they truly develop into it and not only again did i say i truly when i fully just accept it after episode two enjoyed my watch (laughs) from a multitude of things of like character development Ah! just kind of get raped <laughs> go, go into like the whole portrayal of the story where it's developing ah, it's kind of the same place the whole time just taking in more you know women under his arm and then like, the growth of, dude i saw what it was and i was like if you want to talk about my enjoyment like you said bro it was like a seven out of ten i literally sat there and i just enjoyed it for what it was right sure but if yeah. you truly rate it for what it is doc i even think a six is too high for the show it's like it's a four or five right like it, it literally yeah, it's it's bias just, scores that are just raising it too dog, high. Dog, bias? Do you want to ask me bias? Dog, bias, it's a seven or eight. Absolutely yeah. seven or eight. Sure. Dog, I can't even lie to you. But the fact mm-hmm. is, if I give it a true score like I need to, it's like a four, dude. Maybe a 4.5, yeah. you know? Dude, no It's doubt. crazy. Like, that might even be high. It is. <laughs> but see, like, when you take both of those, I understand the six. I understand sure. the middle ground. It's crazy, dude. I honestly, again... Thank you for making me watch something I wouldn't have watched myself. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, dude. I uh, I had to repay the favor. Someone did it to me, so now I've uh, uh, you. I hate you. Now I got to pass the maybe. ring on before seven days. <laughs> I did. get yeah, you. Yeah, you got to pass it to somebody else. But hey, your platform here and whoever has the Patreon oh, and whoever's here today. God. Can, uh, you know what? I'll just say this. I'll say this. You're all welcome if you watch this show, okay? <laughs> You're all welcome right now because, by gosh almighty, that is a show, dude. Oh, my God. Dude, Rogue, I got to thank you truly for um, not only, like, just giving the show again a second chance, but finding your way to, like, find a place and enjoying the content that I portray and then actually making the courage, because you said you're somebody who's more introverted, to not only, like, reach out to let me know about a lot of the things that you've been through and a lot of the life relatabilities we've been through and also letting me see a little bit of your life and talking about your family and then picking a show that I knew you <laughs> you bastard you wanted to just get my honest opinion on and just see what it was <laughs> to come out here and to do a show with me dude like it's I yeah. I want to thank you for actually making this possible so thank you for all of this of course man it's been an absolute honor to be here and uh, I'm definitely gonna look forward to re-listening to this, and uh, <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> got to hear myself. But, it's got rewatchability. You know, man, it's, yeah, it's it was such a great time, and you know, I think as it went on, I kind of opened up a little bit. I was nervous, obviously, but it's okay. No, yeah, thank, thanks, dude. I really appreciate you having me on here. You're welcome, man. And as always. <laughs> make sure you definitely stick around for more things that come because as the show develops and as this continues to grow as it is i have no doubt in my mind not only did you open a door now that more people are going to want to (laughs) endeavor into which is basically them wanting to test my ability of watchability and rateability i'm actually going to enjoy more after darks because uh, let's just say i sweated through my shirt pretty well like it's pretty crazy. <laughs> Me too, man. Dude, my shirt is literally sweated. Oh my god, that's an after dark. If we don't say so, holy yeah, shit! Well, I'll tell you, dude, man. If you uh, ever want to cross down this road again mm. after dark, I, uh, I'm willing to take that journey with you. Yeah, you named three already. <laughs> I know you're with <laughs> no, I don't even know if you can talk about that. I don't think I can. <laughs> you watch two minutes of it, like, dude, no. no, <sighs> no. I almost did that on this one. <laughs> this episode. Mm-hmm. 
dude love again and again to everybody in the patreon family i thank you so much you guys have so much love everybody who came to the last minute stage announcement to join us in the discord every time you guys listen to this know that there will be a live streaming ability to it so you guys can experience this for yourself and realize this is what it is i'm not trying to act like there's anything else i'm not trying to fine-tune this to make this perfect i just want to make it real in a world that seems to be ever drifting away from realness at least we can have a place to enjoy it and at the bare minimum talk anime with other people who love anime and as we're finding out every single day in a plethora of spectrums and one day i have a feeling i will be hosting an event where <laughs> i will not even know it but rogue is attending i have no doubt in my mind now no doubt in my mind dude <laughs> that's awesome dude again man <sighs> we, we all really appreciate everything you do and you do a phenomenal job and just keep up the great work stay positive keep it coming and yeah, we want we want more. <laughs> <laughs> if I can leave you wanting more, I'm doing my job. <laughs> so yes. make sure you guys do listen, subscribe, rate everything anywhere you can. I had to say that just because Rogue said I don't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. You said it at the end. I know, dude. I just had to do it just to just to you know tickle the pickle a little bit. I love you guys truly. Love you so much. You can expect every month a new Patreon episode, as well as I'm telling you guys here, just look out for the YouTube page. Let's just say little Scooboy and I we're taking over and. And I have a prediction. So, Rogue, you'll be one of the first ones to hear this. Uh, probably by the end of next year, I will be in an entirely different place doing live content. So, just be prepared. Let's just say that a lot of growth is coming and opportunities are always knocking. And if they're not, well... <sighs> impersonate yourself as a commanding officer break into her room in the middle of the night take out two of her guards make sure she breaks down break all of her fingers and heal all her fingers to make her go back into her ways and then make sure that you break her down completely and utterly she becomes your sex slave and then not only making her sleep with her sister one day but her revenge on everybody else there in the entirety of the world that way you make them subservient to yourself and then you find out if you're really a good person but you're not a good person you take on everybody else and then you make sure that the world is your own taking and at the end of the day you have a sex orgy and basically waking up in a morning tea in a river with two of the most beautiful women i've seen in recent anime <laughs> Well said. Could have nice. said it better. <laughs> I'll see you guys next week. Adam <laughs> is And Rogue. Ow.